This week in gaming news, Xbox had a gaming showcase, and the games they showed were Halo, some more Halo, a little bit more Halo, and Phil Spencer opened with wearing a Halo shirt and proceeded to talk about Halo some more. We next learned that Fable is not dead, but the Lionhead Studios is. And then we learned that we have until July 27th to enjoy and download over 71 demos for the Xbox Game Summerfest. That is, if we can ever find where to download them. All that and more on this week's episode of the We Love Gaming podcast. Let's get into it. I love gaming. All right, and welcome back to the We Love Gaming podcast. I'm Godly Sovereign, and today, as always, I have Mark Araya and Sir Knight with me. Uh, how was you guys this weekend? Mine has been good, man. I've been playing a lot of that Ghost of Tsushima, you know, trying okay. to get into that game, trying to delve myself into it. Right. I had some hesitations at first because there was something that I didn't like, but as I'm playing more and more and more of the game, mm-hmm. like getting some of the cool armor pieces, you know, yeah, is really gear. yeah is really exciting to me. So I'm starting to really enjoy it. So really just been playing lots of Ghost of Tsushima, man. All right, yeah, what about you? Um, I've been playing a little bit of Smite. They recently oh. released a new battle pass, and uh, okay. it's featuring Avatar The Last Airbender. So it's a cool um, collaboration. That's cool. That is cool. Um, so, you know, they released Aang, Korra. Um, so it's cool that there's some characters, you know. Um, yeah. I, re- I like that show. Um, my wife introduced me to it. Um, so I've been playing some of that, as well as um, I still play a little EverQuest. So shout out to anyone who still <laughs> yeah, plays that game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I like old school MMOs. Man. So what about yeah. you, uh, Godly Sovereign? What you yeah, been playing? Um, so I just finished uh, The Last of Us 2, yeah. finally. So yeah. I got to the end of that yeah. and everything. So review coming very yeah. soon. Re- review um, coming. And uh, then I uh, kicked back into Ghost of Tsushima. So, um, I enjoy playing it, but, you know, we're going to have a review on that soon as well. Yep. So, you know, you guys stay tuned for that. Um, but uh, did you guys catch the Xbox um, showcase? Heck yes, yeah. Yes, we did. Heck yeah. Okay, so, you know, the first game was Halo Infinite, yep. you know, in the opening. So, you know, what did you guys think of that, Mark? Right? Um, I thought it opened strong, arguably, in my opinion, one of the best games almost like kind of game that xbox has so they they started right they started on a high note (laughs) right um but just briefly talking about my first impressions um i like that this is going to be an open world game they have a new feature of the map you can see you know this vast map which is you know um we didn't have a map like that in previous games Mm -hmm. um i like that there's like some new abilities but they're consumable abilities um they're not like at will abilities on other games because I didn't really like before you can just activate you know these abilities I think mm-hmm. in Reach and and later they started activating all these abilities making it feel kind of like right. a Call of Duty or other games okay but they use like grappling hooks but it was consumable so mm-hmm. you know uh, he was pulling in enemies pulling in items so oh yeah I think I did see that so you know that was a consumable item to make it balanced um, you could either use that or grenades so I kind of liked that that feature to it um, I saw a couple new weapons which I thought was cool, you know. I saw some old old weapons in there too, so I, I'm really hyped for this game. I think this will, you know, bring. Um, this will be a great way to start next gen. Yeah, with for sure. A good Halo game. So, w- what do you think, Sir Knight? Yeah, um, I really liked what I saw too. Like for me, it reminded me of kind of going back to their roots. It looked a lot like the original Halo, right? Like yeah. you're back on the ring. It has all the same like you know scenery, mm-hmm. you know, and look as the original Halo. Um, the gunplay looked really smooth, really exciting, and really fun. Um, okay. 
I mean, Halo is their it's their one game, right? Their master class game they got. And so they showed off a lot of it. I was excited about it. Um, I thought the graphics were a little subpar um, considering this is on the Series X because I was kind of going back and checking out Halo 5 and I thought the graphics on Halo 5 are actually a little better than um, Halo Infinite. Yeah, one thing to consider too is were you watching it like on a 4K display? And yes. were you watching the stream? Was the yes. stream in 4K? I don't remember if the stream was in 4K or not. I think that not. may be a bottleneck of it okay. as well. Because I know I, I said the same thing. Right. And the IGN uh, footage that I was watching was only 1080. So I didn't watch a 4K stream. And that, that may contribute yeah, to it. Yeah, I was thinking that it was possibly because it's open world now where in halo 5 it's level designed so you can be a little bit you more had the intense with the, gra- with, the, with the graph yeah you had maps and stuff to go along but this is open world and so it's way harder to be a graphically intense game with an open world but i loved that shot when they jumped into the air and you got like the scenery of like the whole landscape that was exciting so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to go against you on that one stating that it's hard to make it like how to, to make it graphically beautiful in an open world because we got games like, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, that does that easily. Yeah, but see, Ghost of Tsushima does not look as good as The Last of Us 2 because The Last yeah, of Us 2 I has so. less... They have less... A little bit more detail in certain areas and stuff like that. Right, you have yeah, a, exactly. A yeah. Like, Ghost of Tsushima, it's beautiful, but it is also very copy and paste. You see hundreds of the same tree... Every building's the, the same. In yeah. yeah, the flowers. It's right. a very copy and paste. Although it's beautiful. Okay. Where The Last of yeah. Us Two, you, it's like intense detail, and I think that's just the nature of open world. They okay. can't make yeah, every part of the open world that. detailed because that would take a hundred years, right? To yeah, finish right. That game. Hopefully, hopefully PS Five. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah Series X maybe. Yeah, so I'm thinking that might be part of the bottleneck too. Is just the simple fact that it's an open world. It does look good though. Like it looks yeah. great, and it's going to be in sixty frames per second. So I'm excited about that, and I'm excited they went back to their roots. And this open world thing, that's the new twist for me that is really the hook. So I know you, you were excited. Yeah, so do you think that this is going to be a gateway to them making a Halo Battle Royale because it's an open <laughs> oh, map? Do you no. think that's going to be a mod down oh, the road? No. Oh, my gosh, yeah. dude. I mean, yeah, it could be. why not? I'm sure they will dabble in that. Yeah. You know, like I don't know if I agree with it, but I'm sure they will dabble with it. Um, I don't know. Sometimes, do, I don't know. Let me get your opinion. Do, do you think... Battle Royale has hurt a brand at all. Like, if uh, they have an, a, an established brand and then they tack on a Battle Royale, does that hurt the brand at all? Or is No, I think it's complimentary because yeah. it, it brings people to the brand. So let's say no one played, someone has never played Halo, but they love Fortnite, they love Call of Duty Warzone's PUBG. They're like, oh, let me give this a try, you know? So I, I think if they do it right, it's a good way to bring people to the brand. Okay. Also, I kind of feel like if they weren't... Uh, if the game isn't focused solely on that, you know what I mean? It's something they added, like, um, like for instance, uh, you know, Uncharted, right? You have Uncharted, you know, it's just a, it's just a one-person uh, game, and then they add multiplayer to that's it. That's what I'm saying. So that's just something extra. People loved it. Some people hated it. Right. But... It hurt the brand. I never, people. I never cared about it, right? So if I really wanted to play it, I would check it out. But if I could give two craps, as long as you make the main game the more important right. feature, and you're like, oh, this was like something that was thrown in, you know? Maybe they had like ten guys work on this part, but they had like all 150 employees working on this. You know what I mean? I think I don't really care. It doesn't really matter to me. Right. I think that's where I would. I think I would agree with you. Is 
um, if it's from a, if it's a single player game and they add the multiplayer or battle royale and that becomes the focus, like what you're saying, yeah. then I think it hurts the brand. If it changes the direction. Yeah, it yeah. changes the direction. But if it's just like an addition, to a then I can see what Mark is saying, where it, it helps the brand. But I worry sometimes that they're so wor- concerned about like the profit and the money that they end up changing direction and it ends up hurting the brand a little bit. Like I would never want Uncharted to become that, right? I want Uncharted to be what Uncharted is. And maybe some people would like it, but I think it might hurt the brand with some people. But it could be fun. I mean, Halo's a great game. It could be a lot of fun. It's just something that came to mind when I thought open world. I was like, it's probably easy. I'm not going to say easy to implement, but it's there if it's an open map. It's a good point. It's a good point. Would not be surprised. I mean, uh, for me... Halo Infinite, right? The last time that I've played Halo, um, I played Halo 3, but I didn't really enjoy it that much. Really? So I've never, I since Halo 2, I haven't been a big fan of Halo. Halo I didn't play Halo Reach. I didn't play any of the other ones just because I, at that point, Xbox didn't interest me enough with just Halo to like go out and, you know, and do something else. And Halo by itself just didn't interest me much. Um, but when I watched the gameplay reveal, you know, this, uh, you know, this Xbox showcase on Halo Infinite, uh, I, felt, I felt really lackluster. Like, I felt like it's like, damn, I've, I've, I've seen this before. Like, we're still riding around in the same cars that was in Halo 1 and 2. And that's years ago. But I still remember those cars, those vehicles. And you did nothing to, like, modify its look or anything like that. It just seems like you took like the old skin and just threw it in there. It was like, ah, yeah, this will work. And then uh, being on that world, like the ring, right, the planet, it looked like the previous maps that we've been on. I think the only thing, yeah. yeah, the only thing that was different was, you know, the fact that you had a more open world. You know, I don't know how much more open it is. Like, if you're just strictly on this ring planet. Or if it's like you start here and then you might move on to somewhere else. Or if it's like you start here and then, you know, it's all sectioned and blocked off. Or if it's really like you can just roam through it. No, I'm pretty sure it's an, this game is open yeah. world now. So it's just the ring and yes. that's it. Yeah. So you, you actually have a map. Like Mark and I were mm-hmm. talking as we were watching it together. Yeah. Like noticing how, you wow, you haven't actually have a topical look down map. Right, I did Which you never that. had that before. Right. So yeah. this is going to be more like The Witcher, more like Ghost of Tsushima. It's going to be an open world world to explore and so i was just like you i was like i was disappointed too when i was watching because it felt like this is just like a reboot i yeah. like this is a reboot of what the, it's a remake are they of just halo remaking one. this yeah, halo one that's exactly what i thought yeah but then when i started oh the open world aspect is going to be more like rpg with elements and stuff that you collect i was like okay maybe i can get out maybe this is exciting now yeah but so i guess for me i'm not quite sold just yet okay um okay just making Halo 1 multiplayer does not like, oh, I'm there for it. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, I definitely have to see more. Um, I saw like maybe one or two new vehicles. I think the, uh, at least for me, the uh, the circular um, uh, car or vehicle that he was in where he was shooting and stuff like that, uh, that one was new to me. Um, but I feel like you still had the same... Uh, Little piss ant minions that you always are shooting and killing. Same guys, yeah. And um, you had you had like the only thing that was different <laughs> yeah. was that they had added like one or two vehicles, a couple of mechanics for fighting, and then they added like a different type of boss 
or you know a, a new enemy like they threw a new enemy in but I mean that's just me I could be a harder critic on Halo Infinite because of how I could care less about it um, but I'm definitely willing to see more I just need to see something to pull me in and yeah. I'm not in there yet I think they probably were conservative with some of adding all this new stuff mm-hmm. because when they added so many new like mechanics to reach that was when I stopped liking Halo as much. Right. So I feel like it's good that they're adding open world, which is the main attraction to right. this game, and then taking it back to its roots. I think that's a good combination to kind of rekindle their fans and get new fans, mm-hmm. you know, to really enjoy Halo for what it is. Because when Halo Combat Evolved came out, that right. the game was incredible. I right. didn't have an Xbox at the time. I didn't play consoles because I was a PC gamer my whole life. Mm-hmm. But I wanted an Xbox solely because that game was incredible yeah i would like to know the timeline i don't know i haven't looked into it the timeline of this halo game in comparison to the others because it felt like a reboot and that not, that's not necessarily a bad thing yeah but it just felt that way because it was the same little piss like piss into shooting it seemed like okay we're all the way back to the start is this like a more of a reboot of the series or is this actual chronological that comes next in the series we're right, back yeah, at the arena again still kicking right it, like, yeah, yeah it's still so I'm, i'd be curious to find out which it probably is chronological but it would have been cool maybe if they rebooted it and they're coming back to like combat evolved yeah Yeah, but you know moving moving on from halo infinite right they had the uh announcement of state of decay 3 yeah um and you know we just recently played state of decay 2 i was having some technical issues you know with my with my pc being able to play that with you guys but um you know how'd you guys feel about it Uh, state of decay we tried giving it a shot together on the we love gaming podcast uh twitch stream and I wasn't a fan of it. Like, I dogged on it because mm-hmm. I didn't like the mechanic, the multiplayer mechanic of where um, you just join someone else's world and help them. You don't help yourself or help your settlement. You have no benefit. Yeah, you don't. It's just you're joining someone to help them. There's no, there's no individual character you are that's joining someone else's state of decay world right. and working together to build up both your guys's characters so i was real disappointed with that um so because of that state of decay kind of has a sour taste in my mouth Mm -hmm. but i don't feel this was just an announcement trailer this was just that's all it was there was no gameplay there wasn't anything to hook me to bring especially someone like me who's soured by the series into the series i would have liked to seen something that they're doing with it it just lets you know that it's coming yeah just let me yeah just all they did was show me it's coming that wasn't Enough. Anything okay. for me on this game. I wanted. I've always. I always want gameplay. Like in these reveal streams, they should be showing gameplay. Like a lot of the games did, but every now and again, they showed these games with no gameplay, and it's like, what's the point? So that's how I felt. Yeah, Mark for Ryan. me, I at first I didn't know State of Decay the first couple seconds, and then when I saw obviously the zombified, what kind of animal was it? A deer, deer and elk. elk or so yeah. weird. Yeah. So I didn't see. When I played State of Decay 2, I didn't see any animals that were infected. So that would be cool if, if this is more of a less, like, people that are infected mm. and it's more of, like, your natural In, yeah, environment. Right. And, you know, Going there's some bears and mm. there's rats and there's crazy wilderness zombies. So that that's kind of a new – that could be a, a cool spin on it. I don't think I've played a game like that. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with uh, Sir Knight, the joining the hosts game and, you know – we all wanted to progress the story together. Right. So now we're going to have to do it three, t- you know, 
we're gonna have to do it multiple times, which is not a bad thing if the gameplay is really fun, which I th thought the gameplay was pretty fun. But um, hopefully they can have a more crisp multiplayer because it seemed like it's a very old school, traditional. Very much so. Like it, it seems in the new age, it you should have a little more tighter multiplayer. And it's funny because like you mentioned that deer or bear or environment aspect of the game. That's the, that's you trying your best to reach for some information because yeah, they didn't give there wasn't us any. Much. That's they all didn't you saw. Give us any, so you're yeah. like hoping it would be that, but you yeah. don't know. They gave us no indication, so we're trying to gleam something, and there isn't much to gleam. Yeah, and at the same time, I feel like that was kind of the theme with the mm. Xbox showcase. Yeah. But we'll we'll get into that yeah. later. But um, anyways, seeing the trailer announcement for State of Decay three. I thought that it looked good as far as the video footage is, the right? It scene. looked good. Yeah. It looked like it might be interesting. Um, I actually didn't mind State of Decay uh, to play it, but it seems like, as you guys are saying, mm -hmm. it would be better as a solo game because mm -hmm. the fact that I invest any time in somebody else's base and it doesn't help me doesn't make me want to do that it makes me want to go okay well you play and then we'll just be on discord and we'll just talk yeah. to each other and if yeah. you need help another, yeah we'll join each other, other. exactly yeah and yeah. if you come across something you know we'll I'll hop, hop in. in and help you but then right. i'm heading back <laughs> right so i mean you know that was that was something that's kind of like ah uh, you know what i mean like uh, that doesn't sound interesting at all but i'm hoping that they can change that because i mean even if even if they stuck us in like a um, a world that the three of us were in and our characters were saved in that world, but That'd you got cool. to do whatever, you know, maybe like some type of a server or something like that or like right. all of our stuff kind of like falls in, you know, maybe they don't have like all the bases in the exact location, kind of do, right. do like a, a Fallout 76 thing where like when you move to a server, like your base jumps to that server in that location and if it's been taken over by somebody else it like uh you just get all your stuff and then you know you drop it somewhere Kinda else like or a whatever. survival game right, right. yeah, yeah. Like arc or something. so you know that would be a little bit better because you know i want to invest in my people as well as helping you exactly. guys invest in yours yeah, exactly i want to i want to improve my base's defenses as well as help you guys's base defenses so i mean even if even if like we were in you know sir knight's world me and Mark Ariah, and we're helping you accomplish things and you're building your base up, but everything that you built up that we, we had get. hands with was in my world. Yeah. Right. And I can see those differences. I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Because we all put our funds together and now we were able to pay for like 30 turrets or something like that. Right. And those 30 turrets are in my world as well. I'm for that. Yeah, it's like, but, it's like what Mark was saying. Imagine this, audience, right? Like, okay, we're going to play State of Decay. Let's go into Marcus's world. We progress an hour to Marcus's world. Then we come back the next night. Okay, let's go into Marcus's world. Do the exact same content two hours again. Okay, let's go into Stern Knight's world. Okay, the exact same content. Two hours. Like, how right. dumb is that? Like, yeah. that's a major problem. So I'm hoping that issue gets fixed in State of Decay. Mm -hmm. But we don't know. We got yeah. nothing. And, and even then, like, maybe you don't have, like, the base aspect and all that stuff. Maybe it's just a storyline and you've got, you know, your gear and different things. So you're able to improve all your equipment still in somebody else's world some and all that. Yeah. And you're able right, to survive yeah. and stuff. And so it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you did in somebody else's world because you're just following the storyline. So, you know, it'd be like any other game where as soon as you dropped out, you just continued the storyline, but in your world. Right. Like, I, yeah. you know, I'm a, but yeah, so... 
Uh, what was the next game? So that, the next uh, one released? was uh, Everwild. Everwild, Produced by okay. uh, Rare. Okay. So this one, kind of like State of Decay, we didn't really right. see any gameplay. Mm-hmm. And before we get into games more, I wanted to tell our viewers, we normally um, always ask, pose this question, do we buy this right. game day one? Um, never buy or buy at some point. Right. Because the majority of all of these games are we'll talk about from that, Microsoft right? Studios. Yeah. So because we will that. have Game Pass, you know, we're not going to say will we buy it because these right. will be Game Pass games. So we will try these at some point. So we're not going to put that rating on these games. Um, but going back to Everwild, the style was really awesome. I like, you know, artsy, colorful kind of mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Um, there wasn't any gameplay. So... That's kind of disappointing because they can show you the prettiest picture, but we want to see real content. What am I doing, right? Yes. Because it was from Rare, they released a lot of quality games, so I am hyped for this game. Uh, But there's not much for me to say other than it was a nice, beautiful, colorful game. So what do you think, sir? Yeah, so Everwild, um, very similar to you. There wasn't a lot of gameplay. I thought it was pretty looking. But with no gameplay, what can I really take from this? So my notes are like, um, what are we doing? Um, are we exploring? Um, yeah. Are we fixing the forest? Like, mm-hmm. what is my, because I'm just trying to glean what little they show me. Am I doing here? What is here to get me excited about this game? Right? When you watch Spider-Man Miles Morales, you're like, snap. I want to swing around the world. They show me the <laughs> combat. They show me the fight. That looks fun. What am I doing here? The only saving grace it has, like you said, it's from Rare, which is a tried and true studio. Yep. So we can put our trust in Rare, right? But come on, what am I doing? I just yeah. don't have a clue what I'm doing. Yeah, so I mean, uh, when I saw Everwild, um, I was actually watching um, something on you know IGN, some people talking or whatnot, and the guy had, had mentioned it or whatever. I'd never heard of it before. Um, but I guess it had been uh, mentioned almost like a year or two ago as a game that was coming out, but you just didn't hear anything else about it, so it popped back up. Right. Um, but uh, as far as the artwork is concerned, uh, it looks it looks awesome. Like, it looks yeah. uh, something unique, you know what I mean? It kind of looks like a um, an anime come to life or, you know, some cell shading that's really, you know, nice, you know, Borderlands right. type or something. Um, but, uh, at, you know, as you guys said, we have no gameplay, so there's nothing really to, yeah. to, to really dwell on. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool. It's, you know, something coming out, but I know nothing about it. So that's something I'll just keep my ear out for, but it's like Mark know. or I was saying too, like it's, it's the theme yeah. or, you, you know, golly sovereign, you guys are saying it's the, it, it seems to be the theme of the Xbox showcase yeah. to just not show gameplay. Just giving you little tidbits. Like, I hey. don't know what the deal is with that. It's a drop a ball to me. That's, they drop the ball in that regard. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so one of the games that we we forgot to mention before Everwild, right, was Forza (laughs) Motorsports. So, uh, you know, Mark Ryan, what do you think about Forza? I'm a a big, personally, I'm a big Forza fan. Um, I used to play this game with my brother and my dad. We'd customize cars, um, take them to the track. So, for me, I'm, you know, I'm a little biased towards the series. Um, So, getting into the latest Forza, the game looks incredible. It one thing about the Forza is, you know, it was always a realistic game. Um, to me, you know, like Gran Turismo, it was like yeah, on that level. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Mark, since you like Gran Turismo a lot, too, mm-hmm. and you like Forza, mm-hmm. which do you prefer? Is there one you prefer? So I, at this point in time, like the Forza series better because of the Horizons. When they started introducing the Horizons mm-hmm. open world, I yeah. like it because if, Ray, if you went to a track and you did things in the world, 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's persistent in my world. So if you're customizing your car when I'm on the road, oh, you know, I see Ray, or sorry, I saw Sir Knight customize his car. I see Godly Sovereign, he, you know, has a new ride. So I like that feature. It adds a new dynamic that's cool because these games are very lonely. They're best with others, you know, racing your friend, racing, you know, um, somebody in your house. So it, it makes it more of a world. So with that being said, I like the Forza a little better. So it's like, ah, what we wish State of Decay was. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's cool. So you like Forza Bezit. Yeah. That does sound fun. An open world racing does sound fun. Yeah. Um, but for me, I'm not a racing guy. Gotcha. So I'm not excited. Like, okay, whatever. The cars look pretty. Yeah. It looks like the same game over and over yeah. and over and over to me. Like, whenever they show me a new Forza, I don't see, okay, how is this any different than the last Forza this came out? And, like, that's my problem. It's, like, when I see it, my first thought is, meh. Like, that's my first thought is just, eh, meh. There's nothing there to excite me. Like, they just show the cars. So, for me, I just can't get on board. Uh, I mean, I'll, here's what I'm going to say. That open world thing does sound cool. And so that's like, on the Horizon game. So okay. there's the Forza Motorsports, and then there's the Forza Horizon, which Horizon actually introduced a battle royale. You could have, I think, <laughs> 75 people racing. <laughs> and yes. So, but. Okay. So do you guys remember, was this, this was, a, I think, a motorsport, right? Right. This okay. was a motorsport. So this is going to be the more traditional, like, Gran Turismo. I heard them style. talking that they're going to announce Horizon. Okay. Um, it's going to be soon. You're going to see that announcement okay. come. So it's Horizon this one, like it. This Adam? one was Motorstore. It's just a separate. It's just a separate uh, iteration of the game. So okay. It's like so the open world. It's, it's like, like a more Brotherhood. Um, Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, the What's anime. Um, oh. What is it? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Is that That's like, probably oh. a good comparison. Those are pretty different. Those two animes are pretty different. So these are pretty different. So uh-huh. yeah, it's like. But it was um, more like a quick version, right? It didn't have fillers and all that other stuff. Oh, oh, Brotherhood? Brotherhood, yeah. Yeah, it was much more action-paced. So is that like what Horizon no, this is? This is like much a completely kind of different way to play it. It's open world, yeah. so it's not just racing. Okay. So you're traveling, right. you're collecting, you're mm-hmm. modifying, upgrading, right? Like it's more RPG open world with cars. And the original is just the going around the track. More of like Gran Turismo style. Um, you know, you're progressing you your collect car. cars. Okay. Yeah. I... Yeah. Why can't we just get another Burnout Paradise or something, <laughs> yeah, man? I'm the same, dude. Why, why can't I just blow some cars up? Like, why do I have to uh, do all of this, you know, with, with Forza? I, I understand that it's, like, beauty and detail. Right. It's the racing of 2K, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I understand that there's a, a desire for it. But, I mean, yeah. damn, but why can't I, Burnout Paradise come out again? Yeah. But I think it's always a good way to showcase the console's Capability, uh, capability, yeah. Because you know, racing games are normally realistic, so you're gonna see that detail. You, you know, games like this, you know, look really nice. So I think it's a smart move for them to release, a, you know, a Forza with the release of the Series X to see, you know, what you're getting. And PlayStation is doing the same thing with Gran Turismo, yep. right? Like, yeah. and I get it, and I get that there's an audience for this. Like, I definitely don't want to dog Mark's fun in this game. I just, and I know some people like the Sims, like all sorts of Sims, the yeah. flying Sims, the farming Sims, NBA 2K is a basketball Sim, right? Forza isn't indifferent. It's a simu- it's a, it's a supposed yeah. to be a real life simulator. Yep. I, I think along with Garly Savin, I want the more out of this world stuff, the stuff that I can't do in real life. Like gotcha. I want to escape this world, not do the same stuff in the world, in a digital world. Right. I want to escape. I'm more of an escapist kind of gamer. 
I want to go to, you know, Norse mythology and play some AC Valhalla. I want to kind of escape into something action adventure out of this world. Burnout Paradise. I loved Burnout Paradise. Right. Man. Yeah. So, so so even though you guys weren't super hyped for it, did you guys at least like what you saw? Like just in terms of graphics? Yes. You know, yes. was it, it did you guys good. say that was pretty... I mean, it definitely seems like they took time to do uh, the scanning of these vehicles and stuff like that and try to add, like, the most pixel density as possible, you know. So, I mean, the world, you know, the world looks lovely. The cars dang near look real. You know, that's that's how it's going to be. That's how they've been doing it. Right. It's just it looks nice. It looks really nice. But, you know, um, I'm just more so interested in, like. You. you know the 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 storyline if there was a storyline or like the gameplay like, <laughs> not like if i could line, yeah. if i could just be like a race car driver working his way up to a good <laughs> you know you know uh freaking ferrari or something formula like one, that to be able know, to, yeah. to make it to formula one or yeah, yeah if i yeah. could do that i'd probably be in for it a little bit more you know because that'd be a bit more entertaining you know it's like right. a challenge to do that but you know there's a lot of rpg elements that it kind of doesn't really have you know unfortunately right. it's really just a simulator nice cars you can drive you get to kind of feel the handling it's what it is i mean that's people that like that it's not for me but people that like that yeah but But back on track speaking of sims right you know tell me more (laughs) about tell me why tell me why yeah so you feel mark so tell me why yet again we didn't see gameplay Uh (laughs) uh-huh but to give this game um some credit sir knight was telling me that the studio that cre- created Tell Me Why was um, some of the developers is Life is Strange. Mm-hmm. So he could touch on that, you know, uh, when he gives yeah. his input. So I say this game has a lot of potential with that being said. What we saw, we saw nice graphics. You know, it's going to be a narrative style, mm-hmm. storytelling, dramatic experience, you know. For me, like when the little boy was running, in the, you know, in the forest and he trips, you know, it, it had me in some suspenseful times. Um, but I need to see I need to see a little bit more because these type of games are just a dime a dozen to me. And it's unless there's way. something like Life is Strange, something that's a little extra that mm-hmm. gives it a new dimension, um, I am not really interested. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I first saw it. I was like, dang, this looks like the artwork or the graphic dis- direction as Life is Strange. Is this just a Life is Strange copycat? And that's when I like we looked it mm-hmm. up, and sure enough, it's from the people who made Life is Strange, which that helps it. Yes. <laughs> because when I first saw this trailer, I was like, I'm sorry. Okay, it had the same effect on me as the original Life is Strange trailer had on me. Remember I was telling you when we talked about Life is Strange in a past podcast – I never got on board originally because there wasn't anything there to grip yeah, me in. But once I played it and I saw the mechanic, and I kind of spoiled the mechanic for you, Godly Sovereign. But when I found out the mechanic, I was like, dude, this is sweet. This is really neat, really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, Mark, we were talking about it yesterday. You're like, oh, because it's by Life is Strength, there's going to be some mechanic. And they don't like to reveal that mechanic in their trailers. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be to their detriment because it doesn't hook enough in. But once you play it, I think there's going to be some cool mechanic involved with this game that we're all going to be like, that's dope. That's really fun. And we're going to like it. But just the straight going, you know, trailer they gave us, it wasn't enough at all for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, you guys played Life is Strange. I never played it. So I'm not too familiar 
uh, with everything that was going on in those games, except from you know the little tidbits that you guys showed me. Right. Um, but the moment that I looked at this trailer, I just I thought it was like Sims like going out on the, on on their <laughs> own. You know what I mean? It, it seemed yeah. like it was a story that they just used Sims characters. You know, right. to be a little yeah. bit more See detailed that. or something, and yeah. uh, it it to me it looked weird because it looked like, I mean, this is probably like pre-alpha, you know, footage or right. something like that, right? They probably still have a lot more work to do, but it just everything about it, it just seemed like it was like The Sims. Like I, I felt like there should have been like a green diamond above their heads, <laughs> funny or whatever, while they were talking. So. Um, you know, there was certain, uh, the camera scenes or whatever, it looked like, you know, there was like a ghost aura around mm -hmm. them, you know, different things like that, that didn't make it appealing to me or make me desire to want to, to play it or even find out more about it. Like, you know, why do I care about this girl and this boy and their relationship, whatever they I got agree. going on. Yeah. So, um, maybe I'm just off on it and I do need to, uh, check it out just because there may be some hidden details in it that I can't get. I can't gleam from just this trailer, right? So, but I might have to just wait for you two to play yeah, it the, and then to, you know, fill me in on it later. Like, the one thing I can say about it is it's a little bit more than like Erica. We talked about Erica for the PS Plus of July um, right. last podcast, where it's just interactive, where you just yes, no, pick a phrase. There's going to be, I think we can rest assured knowing that there's going to be some mechanic here, that some game mechanic that we're playing, right? And mm. so, but you're right. I think we're going to have to wait to jump in and see, and you're you're not going to take that risk. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Def I'm definitely not jumping in. I might dip a toe in to see if the water's warm, but other than that, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, moving on from uh, tell me why, uh, we had Ori and the Willow of the Wisps. The Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Will of the Wisps. So you know, Mark or I, what do you think about that? Like, how'd you feel? So, I at first thought this was a new game. But it's my understanding that this is just an enhancement for the latest generation. So this game, you'll be able to play 120 FPS. So if oh, anyone has wow. a 4K 120 hertz display, this game is going to be the game for you. Um, I personally don't have a lot of experience with this franchise. Mm -hmm. um, I know Sir Knight, you know, has a lot to say about these games, but um, I think you know this game in 120 hertz is enough for me to try it. It's the first game that I heard so far that we're going to be able to play 120 hertz. Yeah. Um, so I, that's enough for me they to try it They might have that category on lock. <laughs> yeah, for me, oh my gosh, the moment I heard that music, I got chills. <laughs> that Ori, that, oh my gosh, it's so haunting and beautiful. And like, I love the series so much that it's like, <gasps> no way. Like, so I got like bated breath. Like, is there going to be a third one? You know, like <laughs> I got really pumped. And so when I, yeah, it was such a letdown to see that it was just a remaster. I was like, oh my God, that's like, just a remaster, oh. man. What a, yeah, what a tease, dude. Like, uh. why, X? What are you, come on. Like, it frustrates me. Like, they're doing things to try to pull you in, and then they just, like, it doesn't do meet any expectation. Yeah. yeah, like, it's so gimmicky. And so, like, because of that, like, okay, they're brilliant. They're, to me, Ori in the Blind Forest, the original is a 10. I would give Will of the Wisp probably a 9.5. Like, wow. They're incredible. And the music is incredible. Like, I have the soundtrack playing in my car, right? Like, 
it just the moment I heard it, my heart, like I said, dropped and I got chills. No, no, because I was so. Oh my gosh, seriously, <laughs> Moon? They're gonna play another game's coming out? I couldn't, I couldn't, and then I got let down. So that's kind of like how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Those you guys haven't played it. This should be. This is like day one game class, right? The moment that you can get on game bad, you better download this and play. I'm not kidding. You're going to freaking love the heck out of it, dude. It's incredible. I can't say enough good about it. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, um, when I saw the, the trailer and everything, I, I remembered recalling seeing uh, some images from uh, that game or at least that series or whatnot. And I remembered that uh, that blue creature or whatever it is, yeah. um, you know, going through this world. And, and I felt like um, that was a good look. You know, I thought it was a new one or whatnot because I didn't even know anything much about the series, you know, as it right. was. Um, but I always thought that the colors um, and the art design on it looked beautiful. Um, the only reason that I didn't play it is because, and I don't know, but I just assumed that it was only for the Xbox. It is. It is. So it actually is on Switch. Oh, okay. You can get so, the original on Switch. Not I would the probably yet. dare never touch it on the Switch because I don't think that it would be able to give me the graphical output that was designed what for that Xbox. it was designed for. So I wouldn't even touch it on the Switch. I would just wait. But yeah, so because I don't have an Xbox One. Um, I never even, you know, got a chance to dabble with it or anything like that. But it does look like something that I would play. And due to the current circumstances of what's been announced, I will give it a try for sure. Yeah, it's Ori's, something that I want to. Ori is so play. so good that if you can catch an Xbox on sale for the low, it'd be worth buying wow. just to play those two games. You think it's console? It's console purchase it's worthy. Console. I said on the low. Okay. Like, I wouldn't go out and buy, like, a brand new right. in the store Xbox. retail Xbox to play these. I wouldn't do that. So, but if, like, you had, like, a, a family member who was like, hey, you know, I'm trying to cop this Xbox from you for, like, for 100 and something bucks, 100 bucks. Like, you know what? I'll do that because I really wanted to play the Ori games or I really wanted to play the Gears. The Ori's, though, are, are worth it. So you'll oh. drop, like, 140 on, like, the OG Xbox One, not the 1S. Yeah. But you drop, like, 140 Just to play on the Ori OG. in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well. Yeah, so, so um, you know, moving on from uh, the upgraded Ori, you know, edition yeah, that came out. Um, we also they also announced uh, Outer Worlds DLC. Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start that one off right. So, I I loved Outer Worlds. Um, I played it for the PS5. Um, I thought it was a refreshing kind of. Um, not 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 refreshing as I hadn't seen it before, but I felt that it was much needed after getting what we got from Fallout seventy six, uh, you know, originally. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like this was missing, and they filled that void. Right. Um. So I enjoyed playing every minute of it. Um. And it brought me back to playing new uh, Fallout New Vegas, and you know, and all the other Fallout series and whatnot. Um. But the fact that they have it as DLC. I don't know if this is strictly for the Xbox. I believe it is because Xbox has purchased Obsidian. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I would deem that why the heck would they give that to PlayStation 5, right? Unless maybe they're doing it just because it was already an IP that was available on the mm-hmm. PS5. That's why so, why not would. get money for That's it? That's why I think they would. So, yeah. um, you know, with this announcement, I'm excited for the DLC. You know what I mean? I hope it's, uh, you know, a cool, you know, couple of hours of like miscellaneous, you know, um, missions or whatever, you know, quests to do. Because I just, I just like being in that world and I feel like 
there was more that could have been touched on it that I didn't I didn't get to mm-hmm. um, just because they didn't have things available in certain right. areas or whatever. You know, they left it more for like the exploration factor right. on it. Um, but um, again, they didn't really show too much as far as like gameplay going on in it. They just gave us an Outer Worlds trailer. Yeah. And just knowing uh, what I, I experienced in Outer Worlds. Um, I already, you know, can anticipate that this would be good. You're just you know excited I mean? for new content. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just excited exactly. to play more. New content. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, this is, I believe, is going to be on the Game Pass. So uh, if I decide to wait, you know, then, you know, it's up in the right. air. I'm not sure. But I might want to, you know, depending on the price, I might want to hop on it on um, PS5 you know, just cause right. I, or PS4 because I don't want to wait. It just right. depends on when it's going to come out. Yeah. Right. But Have you played Outer Worlds? Yeah. So this was actually one of the first games I ever downloaded on Game Pass. Um, Marcus, as well as my uncle, recommended Outer Worlds. So um, it was one of the first games I downloaded. Um, I think it was I downloaded at the wrong time because I downloaded literally three or four games. I tried this one first and I went to something else. Mm. I do like this game. I do like, you know, you build up your stats on your character. I always like, you know, customizations, leveling up. I need to give it a, another chance and another Definitely. playthrough. Um, so let me ask you this. In the trailer, I really like that character with like a big dome head. Was he? That's a mask. Yeah, well, it's, it's a literally it's a just a, a piece. You can put on. Oh, piece of gear okay, you can put okay. on. So was yeah. that in the... The yes, current game? you can collect those oh, in the current okay. game. Because yes. I was like, is that a character? I, I thought that was a cool looking thing. Yeah, right. it's just oh, funny. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. See, Outer Outer Worlds is made by Obsidian, and Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas. Gotcha. And so they really did a great, I mean, absolutely great job uh, translating Bethesda's formula of Fallout uh. without being Bethesda. Somehow they <laughs> right. did the Bethesda's job just as good as Bethesda does, and some even considered even better. Because for some pe- people, New Vegas is their favorite Fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, Fallout Three is my favorite, right? But New Vegas would be runner-up. Like I think Fallout, Fallout Three New Vegas, was the first one in that format, right? Yeah, in that mm-hmm. format. Is that why? Just like I think it back or some. Like, there's some memorable things, man, in that game that yeah. I just think were downright incredible that I'll never forget. Yeah. Where Vegas had some of that, but not quite as much. Okay. But it's very, it's they did such a, I don't know, they just did a great job duplicating that formula, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and so when Fallout, you know, seventy six came out, like Marcus was saying, Bethesda was making Fallout seventy six, and so we're hype. You know, we are hype, 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 hype. We were ready. We were ready. I mean, so ready. That was gonna be a day one buy. It was. That when was like we were an when hour we were hearing one. about yeah. it and they were introducing it, and then it just. Marcus and I are Fallout nuts, right? Like we spend every hour, we 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 score scourge every corner of the wasteland, right? Right. And it ended up being a dud. We right. all know what the dud it was, and so I agree with Marcus. I wasn't expecting Outer Worlds to be as good as it was. Really? To me, it exceeded my expectations. I was expecting a good game, but it's a nine, nine and a half. Like it's a, it's a it's an amazing game. Wow. It's not a masterpiece. There are some flaws. Um, I think the weapons could be a little bit more fun to play okay. and use. I feel like the gear could have used a and the gear could have used something extra. Um, uh, but man, did they nail the con the dialogue they nailed the way the characters acted the they little nailed side stories the little with side the, stories with extra characters and stuff. are like yeah. so fun they nailed every good everything good about fallout they kind of nailed except maybe like the customizable stuff they didn't quite nail that as well gotcha. so this is sick like yeah <laughs> i like i'm like 
Godly Sovereign. I played Outer Worlds on PS4, mm-hmm. so I would have to start over again on the Xbox. But right. it might be worth it to do this DLC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? it would it would even be it would be more so worth it if I could just go and do the DLC and it it wasn't like you know a part of the story or anything like that. Yes, you know? that where would I be needed cool. to have like my yeah. levels and Kinda all that like stuff. Kind of like First Light, right? right. Like Infamous yeah. First Light. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, you know, uh, sliding from Outer World, right, <laughs> and going grounded. Yes. Yeah, know. so personally, this is the game that I'm hyped for. <laughs> um, it's also by Obsidian. All right. So I like the trailer that was very humorous because it was like, made by Obsidian. We don't normally make these kind of yeah. games. So it was very humorous. And I think that goes to, like, with this game, like, its theme. But pretty much for those that didn't watch the trailer, um, Grounded is... It takes place like in somebody's backyard. Think of uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's a survival, crafting, role-playing kind of game. But it has that nice storytelling vibes to it. So I think that's what's going to separate this from other games that they said that there's a strong way of telling the story. So it's going to have you're doing things for purpose. So would you compare this to like Ark Survival? Is that that? Is it in that vein of game? Um, I think so. It's like Art Survival, Rust in the crafting okay. sense. Because they showed, you know, you have your like kind of Minecraft did it with your bar. You're collecting on your resources. And then similar, you know, if you played Fortnite when you're building things, it has that. You're building your little base. Um, so yes, it, the it, base building. So it... You know, it just has a lot of cool features. I liked when, you know, your first person, it kind of reminded me of like a reskin of Skyrim kind of thing because you're swinging your sword, right. fighting giant ants. Um, so I'm really hyped for this. You can play it solo or you can play with up to four people or a party of four. So I think this is a cool game to play, you know, play with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this will have a lot of replayability because there's crafting, there's building. So, you know, the sky's yeah. the limit. Um I wasn't sold. You're getting me a little more excited about it. And, you know, it's going to be exciting to play with friends. But I wasn't sold. Like, I was a little, it was a little laughable to me. Um, it, it felt low budget. Um, in, really? my, in my mind, watching it, it felt a little low budget. Hmm. The, the saving grace was it was by Obsidian Games, which that helps it a whole lot. You know, I, I got to kind of trust it. Like I said, Outer Worlds exceeded my expectations. I wasn't expecting... I was going to get Outer Worlds, but I was mm-hmm. expecting around an 8. I wasn't expecting a 9, 9.5 level game. Um, it exceeded my expectations. So I'll trust Obsidian, you know, and I'll try it out because um, I, I do trust their development team. But uh, when I first saw it, my, <laughs> it wasn't the best bug snacks, but my, my first thought was like, uh, <laughs> this is just kind of like a low-budget, <laughs> you know, kind of like lame-looking game. That's just how I, how I mm. saw it, you know. I didn't see a whole lot there for me to get excited about. Um, but, you know, survival, playing with your friends and surviving, I see some qualities there, and Mark is getting me a little more excited. Yeah, man. Uh, I was, like, nowhere on your level when I saw it. Um, when I when I looked at it, I was like, dude, this just looks like a fun BS game mm-hmm. to mess around with with the We Love Gaming podcast crew. You know what I mean? I was I was just like, oh shoot, this is this is obviously multiplayer and it just looks like foolishness. Like you're sitting there fighting ants and spiders and other things like that. It looks like you'd probably should be able to have some degree of customization for your character, you yeah. know, being a little kid or whatnot. Um the fact that you're able to uh build these um you know, these buildings and stuff like that kinda remind me of, you know, the stuff that they added with Fallout seventy six and everything um so it's interesting to see 
like you know how you're going to be able to forage for the leaves and twigs to, yep. to build your you know your house and stuff like that but i just thought that it would be something that's lighthearted and easy and you know or not easy but you know just simple to to hop in and just play with with my buds so yeah. um you know i can just spend you know a couple of hours just you know bsing in this backyard scenario or whatever mm-hmm. um you know and have some fun with it and hopefully we get some kind of a quirky little story you know going along with it or some a, little a things lot that we can add in a lot of it is like my perspective on games uh-huh. right like i've been delved into skyrim's into nice of the republic the last of us uncharted all these really high quality games. And so when I see a game like this pop on the screen, it just feels super low key to me, mm. right? Like this doesn't feel exciting from my perspective, right? Like you guys are looking at it from different perspectives. What's exciting to you is friends, playing with friends, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't, that's, not, that's not usually my initial impression when I watch a game. Like I'm looking like Halo, wow. Like I'm looking for like the eye-opening, eye-popping experience, right? And that's what I mean by it was lackluster. It just fell flat. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, for me, I really liked the setting of the game. That really hyped me up. I just liked, you know, playing. Like I said, the honey that I shrunk the, the kids. kids. Like you get to play that. Right. So that is awesome. That was one of my favorite movies as a kid. So I, I think this appeals to the generation that grew up playing Minecraft as well yeah. as the older people now. You know, who I think this would be cool to play with your family and friends. Um, but I think the obsidian portion is the cherry on top. This will separate it from other games because you'll, you know, it, it may have a nice story. It may, right. it may have some features that other games that look like this may not have. And that's what I'm hoping. So, and then it would really be great. And it's coming out next week on the 28th. So, this is definitely oh, wow. a game that, you know, uh, we'll probably be streaming. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, if I can get some to play it on property, you know what I mean? I'm definitely on it. Yeah. But yeah, it just it just kind of gave me like a, a recess meets uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yeah. kind of vibe. And yeah. I, I, I'm just like, you know, I, I'm willing to give it a good try uh, just because it just seems like something that I can just, you know, BS in. It's something I don't have to take serious. You know what I mean? It's something I can just have some fun in. Right, That's yeah. all. So, you know, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to be able to mess around with something. All right, so moving on, right? The next game that was uh, introduced or shown was Avowed. Another yeah. Obsidian game. Right, right, yeah. another one. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, they're obviously one. busy, right? Yep. So, right. you know, how do we feel about that? Um, so it gave me the Skyrim vibes. There wasn't too much to go off of, you know. The guy was kind of dual-wielding magic in one hand and the sword in the other, so I thought that was cool. Uh, but... It was cool, you know, the arrow was shooting the skeleton. Mm-hmm. I like the medieval fantasy setting. Uh, but, man, it's a bummer. I wanted to see more. I, I really agree. wanted to see some actual gameplay of this. Right. We saw gameplay from, you know, the Outer uh, Worlds Gorgon. We saw s- not some from uh, Grounded. But, yeah. I saw just a little wish- bit from Grounded. Yeah, we, we saw yeah. a little bit, yeah. Um, but I just wish there was something there because I think this has a lot of potential. Um, but it looked good. It looked good. Uh, so I think this is definitely a game that will be on my radar. What yeah, see, tonight? this is what I'm talking about, right? Like, this is what when I watch. Okay, now, now I'm excited. Now you're interested. Yeah, okay, now okay, I'm okay. interested, right? Yeah. Like, this is the epic, you know, you know, awesome-looking powers, adventure, mm-hmm. mind magic, open world, you know, like, 
and I'm a big, you know, Obsidian, you know, RPG fan, you know, with the, mm-hmm. you know, Dragon Ages and stuff. Like, they're really something else with their, with their RPGs. Right. That's why they said, and yes, we are working on that big open world RPG, because that's all what we're all waiting yeah. for, right? And so, yeah, this pumped me, got me excited. Uh, this is what I look for. Okay, this is what okay. excites me, right? This is, like I said, I gave my little explanation about why. Um, but I agree with Mark Araya. There was no gameplay. Yeah. It's that recurring theme here of they show us, look at we have a game idea. But that's about but it. But that's all they yeah. give us. I like, feel like they tricked us because yes. I, for a second, I thought we were going to see gameplay. When he, when he was whipping that spell up yeah. and he got his hand ready and then he got his sword out. Yes. Oh, I, I was like, and then here it just we go. Stopped, right? Here we go. Yeah. That's it. You got to see how he, he puts it in there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so watching this, right? Um, the first thing I was thinking was like, damn, this looks like Elder Scrolls or something. Yeah. Like how many people from Bethesda did Obsidian poach to make these games, right? Because we got, you know, uh, they've done, uh, Outer Worlds, which was, uh, definitely a a copy of some sort that was modified from Fallout. And then, you know, and you have this, which is, you know... It looks like something that's modified from Elder Scrolls. You know, it kind of gives you that same feeling. Absolutely. You know what I mean? The same layout with, you know, your left hand with magic mm-hmm. powers yeah. and your right hand with the sword. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the, the, in the first person perspective. So um, regardless, right, I'm still excited for it, you know, because yeah, totally. this is something that I, I want, you know, uh, where regardless if it was Obsidian or Bethesda, if they're giving me something that's Elder Scrolls-like, you know, a new edition, I want in. That RPG so, formula is right. great. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, that whole, you know, explore as much as you want, interact with the world as much as you want, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm interested to see more. I hope that's what it is. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, like once again, as you guys are saying, we didn't see any real, any gameplay of any sorts. Right. You know, we just saw a bunch of images taken in this world, or, you know, a, a couple of videos or whatever that were poached from the from the process but um you know they're just it's just you know letting us know hey you know it's here you know look out for it um i don't think in any of these i actually saw like a date or like a coming soon fall or holiday right i mean the ps5 you know they gave us like a you know um kind of like suggested times as to when they would be out like this holiday That's 2020 what or whatever but you know we'll get into that in a, yeah. you know a different yeah. you know a different episode or whatever but it's like i was kind of mentioning xbox it seems like they don't really have games and they're just now jumping they're trying to figure it out they're trying to figure it out like they know <laughs> people want this? yeah how do we get games that but we don't have any well, we have to at least tell the audience that we have someone working on, and like that's the best thing you do because they're working from behind. PlayStation right. is way PlayStation is light years ahead of them on games. Yeah, but they're trying, and so I appreciate them trying, but they're just way behind in that realm. Yeah. Um, as far as the Obsidian games that they announced, they said you know the the Gorgon DLC mm-hmm. is coming out in September. Okay. They said Grounded's coming out next week. Right. So this is the only one in their defense that, that they didn't, didn't get, right. from Obsidian. Right. From Obsidian, right. you know. Yeah. So they're so, really showcasing Obsidian, though. <laughs> they're yeah. real proud of that studio purchase. Right? I mean, yeah. Obsidian. It's Obsidian a great studio. It's work. a great so, studio. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that they're definitely. You know, there's a couple of options, and it seems yeah. like they're kind of covering. 
you know, a good array yeah. of, oh, you yeah. know, stuff. You know, like, oh, if you didn't like Outer Worlds, you know, you'll Here's like, grounded. you might like Grounded. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't really, if Grounded's not your cup of tea, Here's we have down. this new one out yeah. about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to to staying um, in the loop on things and find out what more stuff they can show us. You know, uh, I don't really care for like when they do like um, screenshots in the world. But but, you know, I, I just want to see some little gameplay, Same. you know, even if I you agree. just go go through like the, the layout. But I'm excited on the inside. But yeah, like, this is I'm excitement for me. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to it. So it's it's. Um, it's and one of those things. moving on to one we aren't really looking forward to, uh, as dusk falls. Uh, right. What do you think of that, Stone? So, um, yeah, when I was looking at this, I was thinking like, okay, maybe this is like uh, some type of variation of like a Telltale game or something. Yeah. You know, right. it just was like scene after scene after mm-hmm. scene of artwork, and the the artwork looked nice. Um, you know, they look. They gave me like watercolor vibes. You know, like a painter was was painting these and you know splashing right. stuff across the scene. So, I mean, it looked it looked um, looked lovely. <laughs> but <laughs> looked lovely. But do I care? Right. No, I don't care. Like you didn't show me anything that that made me even remotely think like, oh, this is something that I'm gonna definitely um, you know be interested in. It was kind of like. Um, Sorry to keep putting, you know, PlayStation into this, but that uh, Volcano High yeah. game this or whatever. This was their Volcano High here, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like the why. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, so yes. I, don't, I don't care about it. So as, as far as this is concerned, uh, it's a whatever, you know, Me, but. Yeah. So but how about I, you, So to give the listeners a little... Uh, backstory not backstory but <laughs> context when yeah so earlier i think uh golly Cyber was like hey what was that game again and i was like oh what was that? oh yeah what was that game again? i can't remember and then sir knight was like uh i think it was the, so th- just to give you some background this game is very um forgettable n- forgettable there wasn't much <laughs> exactly. there following the theme of the of the yeah. showcase there wasn't much there to see yeah um and this looks like a worse tell me why Tell me why it has a saving grace of their, their being studio. a Sims, <laughs> yeah, being a Sims with a potential cool mechanic. Right. This has um, no potential for me. I didn't see anything. I didn't look up the studio. So in their defense, I do apologize. Maybe they created a, a you know a good uh, series. Can't get <laughs> down, so, lady. So, but there was nothing there for me to see. I'm not hyped for this game, and. I probably will never downloaded it, even if it was for free. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm on so. board with Mark. I, I agree. And I feel bad. Um, we, have, we have nothing else to compare it to, but I feel bad even saying Telltale because they at least make good interactive <laughs> games. Right. Yeah, it, this, had, it looked like it had more interaction than yeah, this does. This looked like a know. storybook where like it's everything is a freeze frame. There's no flow to the art. It's just like... It, it cuts to the next image or the next frame, like a, like you're going through an interactive book, you know, and it's got like the storybook watercolor artwork, you right. know, it's like, 
I don't really know uh, if this is something. So I this is play. similar to like that free game on PlayStation Plus, right? Erica, Erica. this is what I would compare so this to. This is kind of like an Erica. Yeah. Nah, exactly. I kind of, I kind of think this is more like uh, one of those <laughs> games that they'll like give for free at some point in time, and that I'll never download because I yeah, don't well, Mark want was saying this game. He wouldn't even play Erica. it for free. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that would be a more fair comparison as Erica because yeah. those are both like lackluster kind of things that are kind of interesting maybe yeah. where Mark, Mark uh, uh, Golly Sovereign was like maybe I would sit down with my wife and she could watch while I click yes or no yeah that but, was a little bit more interesting yeah, right? this, it was kind of like this a movie game, but, yeah. um, was a dud and I think uh, yeah we should move on and forget about it yeah <laughs> yep, so bring it up again. you know let's go ahead and move on to Hellblade uh, 2 right so it was yeah. like Senua's Senua's Saga yeah yeah Sen- Senua's how, how's this how do you say it Senua's Sen- 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 Saga or something I don't yeah, know Sen- whatever Sen- it was yeah. Yeah. Hellblade 2 yeah, yeah so um uh, yeah, when I was looking at this, I never played Hellblade really? because I don't have an Xbox. Uh, but oh, um, Xbox Hellblade okay. also always looked like something that I wanted to play and check it's out. Dope. It looked, you know, she looked kind of wicked every time that they've seen, you know, mm-hmm. they've shown her face. That uh, I don't know if that's ink that's on her, uh, that's coming from her mouth, or, or, or if it's blood or no. whatever. But it looks, that it is. looks like she's a demonic bad a, you know, yeah. witch or some sort of nature, you know. Mm. So um, I've always been interested in checking it out, and you know, possibly with Game Pass, um, you know, I might go back and play the first one if mm-hmm. I have like some, you know, some dead space uh, to play. So uh, looking at this one, you know, once again, we didn't really receive any gameplay. Or anything like that, you know, just a couple of clips right. um, in the world, but, but it always looked good. The original yeah. to build off of, yeah. So I'm hyped for this game. Um, this was a game that I tried on Game Pass randomly. Um, it's a nice, short and sweet game that has great mechanics. How long is it? Six, seven hours. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, it has great mechanics. The storytelling is really good in the game. I don't. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but it's really intense. It gets in your psychologically it gets in your head um that follows the character as well because the character has some of those themes going on um but i'm really hyped for this game um it takes place in iceland i believe that's the setting of this game Hmm. so um i'm I'm hyped to try this one out it looks good and going off the first one it should be good what about you yeah i'm in the same camp as godly sovereign i haven't played this one this one i haven't played um but I I I research I know a lot about it. I've seen the it's got some of the most incredible looking visuals oh, yeah. that a game can have. Like yeah, they that really did something. Looked always real they did something incredible her. with her face yeah. and the emotions and the muscle mo- mm-hmm. movement of the of her mouth. It all looks jaw droppingly incredible. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like with Godly Sovereign as well in the sense that it looked gross. She kind of looks gross to me. There's a little bit like it's a little bit chillingly gross. Like ugh, like I don't want to like follow this gross kind of like weird d- demonic possessed looking chick. Uh, I know there's a purpose for it. I know they have a reason for all that. You learn all that, but it just is kind of off putting to me. Like when I see it, like even when they were showing the trailer on the showcase of her and her face, and she was like, <laughs> like blood, like. Ugh, like, ugh, like <laughs> it looks savage. That yeah. gross. Why do I want to play that? Like, it just looked like a little too much for me, and so um, it's kind of off-putting. But I know the technical detail they put into it. They're like, to them, it's like 
their Last of Us. They put a lot of work, a mm. lot of detail, a lot of heart, a lot of soul into their storytelling, and mm-hmm. I know it's critically acclaimed. And so mm. I might have to do like what Mark or I did and just download it and give it a shot. It's a nice, short, and sweet game. And, and, it, and it being six hours helps. I'm not stuck in Possibly that world play too it in long. A day. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can knock it out in a, in a Saturday, right? And so, yeah, that might be something I might look into and just, you know, to have my perspective on a critically acclaimed game. And then we'll see. Yeah, so, I mean, moving on from that critically acclaimed game to another uh, cult favorite uh, is Psychonauts. Oh, yeah. Right? So, personally, I never played Psychonauts before. Okay. So, just going on what we've seen, I saw Jack Black, so I was instantly hyped up. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is going to be good. Uh, I, saw J- I heard Sa- Jack Black singing. I was like, yeah. it sounds good. I saw the visuals. I like cartoony games. It looked good. Um, as far as gameplay, I didn't really see much there. Surprise, surprise. Right. But <laughs> with those with those things being said, I will definitely give this game a try. Yeah. Okay, I did play Psychonauts. That's an OG Xbox game. Marcus and I really liked it. I had a lot of fun with so it. What do you do in that game? Um, you, have psych- you have psychic powers, so you can move things around. Okay. You can blast things with your psychic powers. Um, it's really fun. It was a fun game. Um, I'm, it was weird. It was very weird. It's got a weird art style. It's got a weird world you're you're exploring in. It's double fine. It's right. that weirdo kind of weird looking game. You yeah. know, like for me, here's my issue. Honest, this is my honest issue. It feels like this is the sequel to an Xbox original game. This does not feel next gen. You're As right. I look at Psychonauts, I feel like it's just like the original Psychonauts. And I'm not feeling like, I'm like, gosh, this feels so behind. It just feels behind. And I, I, I'm, I, I want it to be more than that. I want there to be some leaps. When you look at the old Ratchet and Clank, and you look at the new Ratchet and Clank they're bringing they out, different. you're like, dude, different games. Yeah, you're like, point. whoa, your eyes are just popping. This feels like it should have been released on the 360 or even the original Xbox. Like, it's disappointing to me yeah. in that regard. As much as I liked the Psychonauts of the game, my excitement level is draining. Right, but at the same time, right, Double Fine is like a smaller studio, right? Not really. They're smaller. They aren't like they're not Bethesda, you know, or Bungie, but they're yeah. not they're not like, you know, the guy who made Fez to people or you know what it's yeah. not small like that. They're yeah. pretty big. But at the same time too, we didn't see any gameplay. So it's hard to say what stage of production they're at. You know, like we saw them recording Jack Black in the studio. Like I like the song, out. but at I the, like Jack Black. Yeah. At the Come same on. time, right? Like when you have like video footage of a game, that's always supposed to look better than, than the actual, actual game, good right? Point. Good and point. that looked like some like regular saying, mid right? that we've seen gotcha. already. Like, like, like it should have been for Xbox. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that's due to the um, the artwork. Um, that's why it's constrained on the graphics, you know, as like, you know, mm-hmm. an eight bit game, you know, looks eight bit and there's no way to, to make that better. You know what I mean? So, right. um, it could be because it's the style of the artwork that's like coming to life, you know, kind of like, um, like tear away how that looks, you know, a certain way and, you know, in other games, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I feel like they could have definitely tried to to make it a bit more three D or something mm-hmm. and kind of give gotcha. it like a different effect. But um, as far as like Psychonauts is concerned, uh, you know, playing the original one, 
um, I always thought it was fun. Um, it was interesting and it was kind of weird. It kind of gave me like Tim Burton vibes. Totally, um, totally. On it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and they're using like doors to go into people's minds mm-hmm. to, you know, have like, you know, that was like the worlds and stuff like that that you went into. Right. So I thought it was cool. Um, this is definitely, um, you know, just like off, off rip. It's not something that like I'm going to go and, and buy, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, first, first drop. But um, it's definitely something that I would give a play. You know, if I right. if I don't have anything going on, like it's it's you know it's worth it's worth a play. I would believe it feels to me like you were mentioning earlier, like why why I think it's I don't know. There's no way to know. For me, it feels like this is a game he me- he meant to make a long time ago, and it's like he had the framework for it, and now he's getting the funding and the opportunity to make it, and so he's just bringing it back. It's either that or he wants to try to make it feel like the original was Mm -hmm. um, because that's what people remember. But um, that doesn't excite me because it's so old. It's just so old. If this was like just a last generation or something, maybe. But it's so old that it's like I need I need something new. We're on the Xbox Series X for crying out loud. We're past Xbox One already and we're not we're still going back to OG Xbox. So. So going back to a comment you made before, like Xbox is just trying to like reach and get all these games. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is just a reach attempt? They're like, oh, yeah. ah, this is iconic. We don't care yes. how it looks. Let's just bring it. I think grabbing of Double Fine was definitely one of those. Yeah, trying to grab any potentially well-known studio they can and just gobble them up because Sony had all the good ones. There's not a whole lot left. They're trying to get what they can. Gotcha. Because they own Double Fine now, right? Yeah. That's it's, part of Microsoft I think it's part of Microsoft Studios. studios right? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, that's so, why. I mean, so if if Psychonauts, I'm not a fan of Double Fine. Yeah, so if Psychonauts doesn't excite you, are you excited about Destiny Two? Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, Destiny Two's <laughs> been out for a while now, right? But they're constantly adding new things. You know, they're constantly uh, modifying it, adding extra DLC packages and whatnot for you to purchase, and and uh, you know, and trying to upgrade the gameplay and keep you invested. And it seems like you know when they mention that. They really, really have dedicated themselves to it. Like, we're not coming out with another Destiny game. We're just mm-hmm. going to keep adding on yeah, to this which one. Which is good. I like that. And the fact that it's on Game Pass, you know, is is lovely. You know, so I think uh, for me personally, um, I'll probably get, go back into it. And I won't even worry about, um, you know, continuing on over. my PlayStation. Right. I'm just, just going to start, start over. over. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. Because it. I feel like yeah. everything now has been changed, right? Yep. And yeah. so I feel like me Bunch catching up to it, I'm going to be able to play through all of the new DLC that's happened since, like, the last time that I played it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be all new content for me. So I won't be disappointed or, like, oh, I've already played this, you know, feeling like it's an extra grind or whatever. But, you know, how do you feel, Sir Knight? Dude, um, yeah. Totally. I'm so pumped. And like, yeah, it's on Xbox Game Pass. So you're going to be able to get all the downloadable content from the whole entire history of Destiny 2 on the Game Pass. You have to buy nothing. You just have Game Pass and you get to play the whole entire series on Game Pass. And it looks so fun. I love the new mechanic, the whole freezing mechanic. Where like they're freezing platforms and they're jumping onto those platforms. Like they're making their own platforms to jump onto. Yeah. Or freezing enemies in place and then then shattering them. them. Yeah. That is such a cool idea. Like I'm so excited for like new powers, right? Right. And then the gameplay, of course, is impeccable. It's It's a Halo or better quality gameplay. Right, and it's just so. Oh man, like Destiny is exciting, yeah. and that it's going to be on Game Pass gets me so hype. Yep. I can't wait for that to come out. All three of us yep. back in the Destiny world, starting over. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. To, to give our lures some 
our uh, listeners some perspective. Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, the We Love Gaming crew, we went hard on these games. We went hard. We played yeah. together. All the, uh, all we raided. Yeah. Throughout the Crota cheeses and all that. <laughs> so Crota this cheeses. game is, I love Destiny. Yeah. Um, I kind of fell out of Destiny after Destiny know, 2. man. You left us. Um, so I did leave. But I've, I've been wanting to jump back. So I've been eyeballing, oh, when is the DLC going to sale? Man, I got to buy two, three DLCs. And when I heard that, that all of these are included, I was like, thank goodness, because I've been wanting to jump in. Like, I've been really wanting to jump back in Destiny. Um, so we're going to be able to play it again, guys. So I'm hyped for the Beyond Light expansion, like you're saying. It looked mm-hmm. awesome. Who knows what other mechanics for raids the freezing will have. Like, this, you know, there's a lot of options. Just so, adding that simple mechanic. Like being able to freeze Changes a platform, it, up. It, it makes it a third, like a whole nother realm of, now you go into the sky, right? Now you can go up into the a- other areas of the map. Like it just adds Depending a whole on element. how long that ice stays yeah. solidified for. Yeah. So, but, yeah. so we'll see, but Destiny, you guys are doing the right, or Bungie, good job with this. All right, they're trying to turn uh, it around. You guys are, you yeah, guys are they broke job. away from Activision. Bungie broke away. Right. That used to be... A lot of the, a lot of people blame the issues that Destiny had, right? The constant slow tap of content release, the pay to play felt, law, where you yeah, where you felt like they were withholding portions of the game that should have uh, been there mm-hmm. behind a payroll to get, get you to make more money because the big CEO, you know, corporation Activision was forcing them to do that. Well, they broke away entirely from Activision and they're on their own now and they're in complete control. It's their baby and everyone's excited about that direction. So I think we're seeing some of that, you know, materialize here with this beyond light, which is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, And, um, I was kind of just like Mark Araya, um, when they had announced that they were doing, uh, beyond light, um, the expansion. And I was like, Oh, okay, well maybe I want to kind of get back into it, you know, because it was going to be fun. Um, but I was I was trying to like research and find out like can I just buy the Beyond Light and then get everything up to that point? Which is so it's just because like, I already yourselves. have yeah, right. yeah, yeah I already have Destiny two yeah. right I never got rid of it but it's like can I just buy the Beyond Light expansion pay the twenty bucks for that and then I get everything that's already been there or am I gonna have to do like um, WoW used to have us do and you had to buy each one of the expansion things yeah, in order to to get up right. to that version. And then do it. So, but you know, hearing that it's on Game Pass and it's all there, like I'm, I'm worry free now. Like it's, it's nothing hindering me from playing this again. Yeah, even the new DLC. How, right. How dope yeah. is that? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so yeah. we're definitely gonna be playing this and streaming this. So if you guys, our listeners, want to join Absolutely. us, absolutely. You know, let's let's join join our We Love Gaming clan that we're gonna have. For sure, um, you know yeah. we'll we love we definitely clan. Get that. Yeah, you know, for sure. You know, we we used to have oh, a yeah. clan that was called the first first of light or something like that, or first God of the first light. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're light, definitely gonna so. have to do a WLG. There's yeah, something going sure. on. We'll cover up with so something. So you guys know. We talked about Destiny Two. We're talking about another two. Right. Stalkers Two. Stalker Two. Yeah. Right. So What's how do you feel here, about Mark? that, Margaret? So I personally like suspenseful horror kind of games. So this game looked pretty good to me. Nice visuals. But to be honest, it was a little forgetful to me. Now I watched the trailer the other day, so um, it's probably it, it forgetful because yeah, there's no gameplay. Really, yeah, I didn't. Oh, okay, that explains it. Yeah, that, that explains it. Yeah, there wasn't much to see. So uh, that's, that's why I don't remember why. seeing anything. Yeah. Yeah. That explains why I forget. So what do you guys so, think about up, it? Uh, well, I'll, 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 let me tell you. Once again, no gameplay. 
I'm just trying to glean what I can from the little cutscene they give me. Is this post-apocalyptic? Is this horror? Is this an RPG? Is this an open world? No idea. No clue. They give you nothing. And they just say, oh, look, it's Stalkers 2. Okay, that's a game title, right? But what am I doing? What is this game? No idea. Yeah, Um. so I was just looking at it, and I was like, okay. It seems like it might have some interesting stuff in there. Um, maybe they try to take like some aspects from Resident Evil uh, and incorporate them. Uh, maybe, maybe. Hopefully, it's not like a Blair Witch Project game maybe. or something like that. But maybe. you know, once again, it's just a it's just a trailer. Um, I'm not super hype about horror games. Those aren't my bag. So um, I, I, you know, I'm not really too interested in horror games. But if it's something that that might be worth uh, giving it a spin, you know. Um, I'll definitely give it a shot. But other than that, if I, it's nothing. If I had crazy. to pick what it would be, just from the trailer, my first mind, my first thought is Metro, a Metro type game, like okay. Metro Last Light, okay, or right, First Light, one of those, right? Yeah, where it incorporates the suspenseful kind of mm-hmm. horror aspect, but maybe you have a first person you're yeah. going and post-apocalyptic. Maybe it's all those things like Metro maybe. is. Mm-hmm. That's all I can guess from. Like gotcha. I can't go off any more than that. It's a dud. So far, so far the next yeah. game was Warhammer 40k Darktide. So I'll jump in this one first yeah. because I'm a big fan of uh, the Vermintide series, which I play exclusively on PC. This okay. is going to be like Vermintide, but in the Warhammer 40k sci-fi universe. So just think of the sci-fi version which of is dope. Vermintide. So um, this is going to be a console exclusive launch okay it'll eventually be on the pc so i'm super hyped with this game talking about the trailer there wasn't no gameplay showed but we have vermintide to go we have vermintide right. reference so when you're watching the trailer and you see those that scene where there's hordes of enemies uh-huh that's what i you know i went in did some research on the game i was like oh is this vermintide but warhammer 40k and it is because in vermintide think of diablo a first person diablo meets a left for dead where you're progressing through these levels. There's different types of enemies that have different abilities. So one, you know, if Marcus is back trying to loot something, look in a corner, there can be some sort of creature that comes and kidnaps you, mm-hmm. and we have to come and, you know, it's, it has <laughs> that Left for Dead, you know, the multiple different abilities on creatures. Okay. So I'm super hyped for this game. This is another one that's best playing with friends. Right. Um, it okay. has an awesome solo component. But playing with other people, there's hard difficulties when you're trying to get that best gear, right. getting all those epic drops and epic loot. Mm-hmm. You know, it is easier playing with other people. So I'm super hyped for this game. What yeah. about you, Sir Knight? Um, Vermintide is, was always awesome. I would watch Vermintide on Twitch streams. Um, it was super high-paced, action-packed. The combat looked smooth, fun, um, powerful. Like, you felt the characters seemed really powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing, like, crap tons of awesome amounts yeah. of damage to waves of guys so your character feels weighty it feels mm-hmm. powerful it is exciting um i don't usually game on the pc so i haven't actually put any hours into vermintide but um but i've watched quite a mm-hmm. bit of it and it sort of really f- looks really fun and yeah it's totally left for dead the four of you are just moving through the level right trying to get to the end of it collecting st- stuff yep. as you go but that is dope that it has the Diablo vibe of the loot chasing, yeah. too, which is a huge pull for me. Yeah. Um, but so if this is a console exclusive, which is like what I said, I play mostly on this console, then this will absolutely be something that I hop on, and hopefully the Wheel of Gaming crew can get on there and get through some levels, yeah. pick some characters, especially the sci-fi theme. That's awesome yeah. to me. It has a lot of replayability because there's multiple classes. So each class is 
what they do is exclusive. So in Vermintide, if you want a bow and arrow, you know, right. you got to go with a certain class. If you want magic, you go with a certain class. So this has a lot of replayability. Um, it has a lot of, uh, you know, unique gameplay. You know, you identify with what your character's doing. Uh, not all the characters do the same thing. Um, you know, the loot is exclusive to your character. Right. So um, it has a lot of varied boss fights. It has a lot of cool, like, level mechanics. So I would say... To me, it's it's better than Left 4 Dead, and I really like Left 4 I, Dead. I agree. It sounds yeah, I and mean, Left 4 Dead was that was the first one to ever kind of do that yeah. style. Four players run through a level together, yeah. killing as many killing hordes of things, and you're just trying to survive through it. Um, they were the first to do that. Then it ca- caught on. This is this is really good yeah. too. So I'm excited. Yeah. So Godly Sovereign, what was your opinions on the game when you saw the trailer? Uh, so I have no experience whatsoever in Warhammer. Um, I've always seen the title. And I've been yeah. interested because of the title, but I don't know anything, not a single thing about Warhammer, the world it's in, you know, the type of games or whatever, you know, and I've never played it on the PC or anything. So um, just looking at it, uh, it looks like something that I would want to play. Um, you know, you're saying that it's Diablo. You're saying that it's Left for Dead. I've played both of those. So, um, you know, those sound like something that would be fun. The factor that you add multiplayer in so I can play with the fellas makes it even more appealing you know so um it's definitely that uh something that i'll keep my eye on you know and uh and wait to hear you know what more stuff we got going on for it and when it's going to release and and all those things um you know so for right now it's just like a you know i'm gonna look out for it yeah it's a good one man it's gonna be fun so um moving on from uh dark tide uh they did showcase you know tetris effect Hmm. so uh you know it, it I played Tetris Effect, um, the one that came out on the current generation. Okay. It's fun. It's interesting. It's Tetris. There's a few extra elements. It's flashier, explosions. That's always fun. Particles. Lots of particles on screen, bright, flashy particles on screen. Um, This one, it just sounds like there's some new mechanics, big blocks, right? Like big Mm -hmm. massive blocks fall down that screw you up. And then a lot of music and beats that's what it sounds like this one is do you think more than that mark so i think it's more or less what you're saying i noticed i noted that they said there's some sort of optimized single player campaign so okay i never played a tetris game that had a campaign so we'll see what that means um i was hoping it for it to have more varied modes like you know the switch released that that exclusive hundred man tetris I forgot what it was called. Yes, Tetris 99. Tetris 99. Yeah. So um, I was hoping it had some crazy, never-before-seen gameplays like that. It seems like not so much. Um, it's more like experiential. You put your headphones on. You're listening yeah. to the music. You're getting into it. You're seeing the visuals. It's trying to be a Rezo gun, Tetris. Yeah, like a Rezo gun. It's just about like experiential. Yeah. And Tetris, I've liked Tetris. I've always enjoyed Tetris as a game. Mm-hmm. But... It's just Tetris. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to keep my opinion on it short and sweet. It's Tetris. It's Tetris. Yeah. So, Did you guys so, ever play the cool. game on the PSP Luminous? Uh, that sounds very familiar. It's like a p- puzzle dropping down shapes. Um and it had an yes. emphasis on sound yes, and rhythm. I think I did. Yes. So if what you're saying I see maybe it has some of that el- those elements. elements. Yeah. And, and added the music vibe and the sounds and the in the sh- in the, you know, visuals it did add a cool element to the game so maybe it's a new going for it's a new marketing of tetris they're making more money on tetris right they're finding new ways to make money on tetris which it's a great game but it's just like marker said 
Tetris. Yeah, so, um, you know, moving on from Tetris Effect, you know, they showcased the gunk. Okay. So, you know, what do we think about that, Mark Rath? Um, I thought that character shown, um, she looked cool with her, I don't know, kind of robotic arm yeah. siphoning device. Sucks and then in. it sucked in the gunk. So I was like, yeah. okay, that's why it's called gunk. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really see much there. Honestly, the world looked really nice. I like this, like... <laughs> I don't know, lush planet looking yeah. forest. Uh, it looks cool, but there wasn't much there to go off of. That's exciting, right? That was exciting. I didn't see any boss battles or I didn't see any over the top. Um, I didn't see anything to really get me excited. So we'll see how this harvesting gunk and the, the movement looked cool, though. When the character was running around, that looked right. fun. It looked polish and out guards but we'll see what's up with this whole gunk let's see what what it actually does i don't know yeah maybe there's like a use for it um correct me if i'm wrong golly sovereign but it said that this was from the creators of the steamworld games and i'm a big fan of the steamworld games i've played steamworld dig one and two i've played steamworld mercenaries i'm a really big fan of their games they make really great high quality games that i enjoy but Mm -hmm. this does not seem in that vein it's different, completely different. It's a 3D direction. They right. haven't really done a 3D game, so it's in a 3D direction. But they, they're very good about being rewarding. All those games feel very rewarding. You earn lots of interesting things. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be similar, you know, in SteamWorld Dig, you're digging, you know, and you're collecting things as you dig. Maybe the gunk is the same way. You're uh, sucking up the, just yeah. the gunk. Yeah, you, you take, it, you take it back to town and you use it to progress. Okay. And so there could be a lot of fun things here. I just know that I'm a big fan of the SteamWorld games, and oh. I trust this developer. And so I would definitely give this game a try. But I agree. At first glance, you're like, oh, what are you doing? You know. But it kind of if you're using the gunk, right? You're collecting it. You're finding goods in it. You're finding valuable things inside of it and you're taking it back and you know you're you're building your person up to even get more gunk to go further into the world where it gets thicker right or something along those lines and and it gets you know more interesting and and more complex that could be a lot of fun um yeah so you know taking a look at the the trailer and whatnot um it seemed like it was you know a cool little game um definitely like an indie game um so something kind of low-key yeah um to play with uh you know, again, they didn't, you know, we didn't really have, like, much gameplay or much um, explanation as no, to what's going no on. No explanation. So, it's another uh, thing. Yeah, so it's just, you know, it's just like, okay, this girl running around. Um, it kind of reminded me of that one uh, bunny game that we saw yeah, uh, that was actually. introduced on the PS5 like, yeah. that had the extra the, the extra robo arm attachment that was mm-hmm. super big. I forgot what the name of the game yeah, was. Yeah, that was Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go, Fist. But that, looked, that was action adventure. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, is. like, when I saw the big hand, I was like, oh, that's, yeah. like, from Fist. Yeah. But, you know, it's actually on her fist, yeah. so it's not the same. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, you know, you had this glove that you could suck up the gunk, and it looked like it might have had some other uh, charging abilities or, or power abilities, I think. There was possibly a uh, a boss or whatever to fight at some point in time, um, dealing with the gunk. I'm not sure. Um, I did kind of see like Kenna-ish vibes. 
Um, you know, like once you clear all of the gunk out of this area, then like Comes boom, something magical yeah. sprouts up or whatever and grows. It could be um, fun collecting all that. So, it could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's it's something that you know, if I heard about it again and they were able to show me some gameplay, you know, I'd keep my ears open. But other than that, you know, it's just. It's like, oh, okay. It might be fun, yeah. but SteamWorld yeah. games, I know you like the SteamWorld games too, Stone. I know you're Yeah, yeah, the, the SteamWorld games were fun. So I that helps. That helps out, right? Like, I really like the SteamWorld games. Yeah. Um, but then we have Medium. Right. Another interactive storytelling. What did you get from this, Mark Raya? Um, So this one had, like, what, the little horror suspense vibe mm-hmm. to it. So that, that gave a couple brownie points in my book. But other than that, these, like, interactive, interactive... I don't know what you call these type of games. What are these uh, interactive story, storytelling, narrative, narrative storytelling. dramas? Yeah, I, I don't know what to call them either. I can only think of interactive storytelling. And so this interactive storytelling game, I didn't really see anything, any cool mechanics. I saw it was horror, so I'm interested in that. Other than that, um, it was kind of forgetful in my opinion. Um there's the one interesting thing that this game did was they had the alternate realities, like the alternate dimensions where you have oh, the yeah. real world. And then like, she's in hell. I don't know where she's at. She's in some kind yeah, of horrific some, place. Yeah. Right. Um, and it lines up identical. So whatever the girl's doing in the real world, she's doing the exact identical thing in the, the horrific world. Down. Yeah. The upside down. <laughs> How does that I don't know how that gameplay works. Yeah. Are you switching? From from what I deemed from this, you know, this trailer, right, with no information really on <laughs> it. But uh, it seems as if I could I could see it um, basically being like a puzzle solver. Like you would mm. get um, okay. you would get in the main world or whatever, um, and then you would be walking oh. into an area, and then you would possibly have to advance time okay. or go into the upside down as this inner. other girl, okay. and she may mm. have it may be opened um, and, then and she can get decrepit over there in that area. So she may be able to walk through there, and then you switch it back okay. again, and she's inside the building okay. that she just couldn't get into before. Okay, I could buy that. Um, so I feel like. It could be like a big puzzler, you know, trying to manipulate your environment by uh, I don't even know if this is like fast forwarding time or in a different dimension or whatever. The girls look completely different. Mm -hmm. So they might have different they might uh, interact with their environments differently. Um, You know, the the other girl from the red side of the world or whatever, the 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 underworld, the dark side, um, you know, could have like a special ability or something like that. That's able to. Manipulate something that the other world girl sees. So I'm, I'm definitely. You're you know, helping it. You're helping it a lot. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, bringing so, me a little more on board. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to see it. Um, you know what they showcased uh, and whatnot. And uh, I'm definitely, you know, it's, it's horror. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm not really caring about it too much. But if, if it's more so the aspect of like, uh, you know, going between these worlds and trying to navigate. You know, through a situation like, you know, you may be uh, in the upside down with the girl and then there's like some type of an enemy that comes at you and you're like, oh, crap, you switch to the other world and right. it's a little dog or something mm-hmm. like that. And then you're able to just shoot the dog away and that gets rid of it or something, you know, yeah. of that nature. I don't know. You know, we don't know what to expect, but I'm definitely going to keep my eye on it for it. I, my I eye out on it, you know, to see what yeah. what they're going to come up with, because, uh, you know, it's 
been a while since I've seen something that was even remotely similar to this. Yeah, g- Godly Sovereign, you brought it up from uh, a dust calls tier to a little higher because to me, yeah, I, it was on me, that level. Right? To me, I didn't like put too much thought care. into it. It yeah. was like towards the later of the the showcase, so I kind of wasn't. But yeah, maybe it is some sort of parallel universe, and it has some interaction. You know, there's some something that you know draws right. those parallel hell or whatever it is um and that that's the mechanic that's the, right. the gameplay that sounds awesome actually there's it's another unfortunate theme of this showcase of us trying to explain the unexplained right right like it's a shame that we have to try to make their game sound good from what we can glean from it when they could have just shown us that and got us excited about it without us having to try to excite each other off our own personal concepts or speculations of a game they didn't explain. Okay, so so one of those things that I'm gonna I, I, I hate to keep doing it, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna bring it up. The PS five event, right? Yeah. So um and some of the games that we knew nothing about, right? They had they actually introduced the developers um yes. to kind of give us a small synopsis mm-hmm. of the game. You know what I mean? They did it with Kenya, uh, Kenna. They did it with like a couple of other ones. And I mean, uh, Xbox brought people in, but just to be like, we're so proud of the game we're making. Let me let's you know check it out. And yeah. then it's just a game trailer, and you told yeah. me nothing. I'm still clueless as I was before, and I don't I don't recall hearing any after um, game show or anything where you know maybe IGN or somebody was able to get a more in depth uh, discussion with the developers. So I'm still just as clueless as if you hadn't mentioned anything or right. shown me who you exactly. were when you talked about exactly. it. Um, I felt like uh, maybe at like one or two points in the uh, game show uh, showcase or whatever uh, that they had somebody, a developer, talking about the game and maybe talking a little bit more about it. But it was on a game that I felt was like so irrelevant. Like I... You know, and they weren't even saying anything more, but they could have taken that time to give you um, a little bit more insight as to why they feel like this is important. Right. Because I think uh, there was the this one French lady that was talking about a game and she was Mm -hmm. uh, stating something about it being in a world of like uh, depression or anxiety or something like that. Somebody going through that. Right. I can't remember. I can't remember what game it was. I think it had to deal with the uh, tell me why. I'm not sure though. Yes. Don't quote me on that guys. I mean, if if you guys know in the comments, let me know. So I'll I'll check it. But you know, that was at least something that was helpful. It's kind of giving me like, okay, where's your mindset when you made this game? And what are what are we doing? You know, so that type of stuff could have been used several times throughout this showcase. Absolutely. Yeah. It would have just helped tremendously, Agreed. especially right. with some of those, you know, Volcano Absolutely. High from the PS5 event needed it as well as a couple of others, you know. But, you know, funny I enough, like like, it, really needed on this it almost felt like even as bad as Volcano High was, there's more there they gave us than even some of these Xbox games, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, they gave us a little bit about the story and them interacting with each other, but they didn't they didn't give us gameplay. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we didn't really care about. You know, Volcano High was it looked yeah. like a show or something yeah, like so that, which wash. But I see the value in a teaser for a well-established something well we're established. waiting for it. and yes. we'll get to a title later on yes that where it works we're waiting where it works right but for an unknown game 
That's a first you in the series that you never heard of. Yeah. Your 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 first impression is everything. Right. right. So sorry, you know, um, yeah. some of these games like As Dust Falls, your first impression missed the mark. So And medium too. Marcus saved it. Oh, Godly Sovereign <laughs> and saved still, it, and sorry, that's, that's how just bad still it is, randomness right? put into the air. Yeah, like, I don't but I'm saying know, like yeah. medium was on that, as you said, medium, it was I at dusk it fall level, right? Yeah. And then like, but then yeah, Godly no. Sovereign, like, he, oh, actually, he, there's that's a cool idea. I wish the developer would have told us that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we can move from that to an actually a somewhat established game, Fantasy Star Online. Oh yeah. Do you have any experience with that, Mark? Right? Yeah. So I downloaded so. I've been waiting for this game to come uh, to North America for a very long time. I, at one point, downloaded... Oh, is it not North America? You can't play it in North America? You for, have to play it. For almost, you know, seven, for six, seven years, it was only in Japan. Wow. So this game was an MMO that was on the PlayStation, the Switch, um, PC for Japan. You can download mm-hmm. the game in Japanese and play. And that's how you play mm-hmm. it. So I, I was like, oh, I want to play this game. So fast forward six, seven years... It's on the Xbox, guys. It's on the PC. It's a fun game. has a lot of content. Um, the trailer, I didn't really see much that I didn't see in the normal game. Okay. But mm-hmm. some of these bosses, you know, it does have massive bosses. Um, so I think it's just more content for the game. Okay. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, viewers. Um, this content, I don't know if this content is exclusive to... Xbox or if, if this or... is content that was released in Japan already and we're catching up. Okay. That I don't know. And I need to do some more research. But I'm excited to try this out i'm excited to play it. it's a great game to play with other people um and it does have a lot you know fantasy star online since the dreamcast has a cult following yes so this is a game that it it's a well-established franchise it's iconic you know worldwide uh-huh. so i i think this is a great move that you know xbox acquired this you know in north america yeah i'm familiar with fantasy star online like you're saying i've never personally played it but i am familiar with it and I do know it's got it's got its followers. It's got its base. Mm-hmm. There's a base of gamers there that it has. Um, but I must say, it looked exciting. It oh, looked yeah. fun. You know, the combat yes. looked fast, flashy, um, interesting. Do you collect armor? And yes. Lo- yes. So you level up. Okay. You, uh, there's itemization. You know, there's a main hub where you sell items. You get quests. You get your dailies. It has all the traditional MMO. I was recently looking for an MMO for all of us to hop back into, and they're just for the console. There just really isn't anything yeah. that good for the console. So this is kind of interesting. It kind of excites me a little bit. What about you, Godly Star? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I've heard of Fantasy Star Online um, before, um, so I was familiar about it, but I've never gotten a chance to play it. You know, I, I never you know tried it on PC or Xbox or anything like that. Um, Looking at this trailer, though, it looked really good. It looked fun. You know what I mean? Um, I like the, the artwork on it, and the graphics looked good. Um, it looked like the combat uh, was going to be entertaining. Yes. Um, uh, the fact that it's, uh, it's online, it's an MMO. Um, I don't know how much of an MMO it is, but I do know, you know it's, it, you're going to have at least you know, three other people playing with you. So yeah. that works out for us. Um, uh, I, I'm hoping that there's customization in your character, is. which will be awesome. Um, you know, getting armor pieces, uh, swords, mm-hmm. different kinds of gear to make your guy look more bad a than than ever. You know, is is awesome. So I'm all for it. Um, you know, just like Sir Knight said, uh, it's been a while since I've had uh, an MMO to play to get in on. 
Um, and I, you know, was on the borderline of contemplating trying to talk you guys into doing some DC yeah. <laughs> universe yeah, online. I have an AK for a console MMO, right? Yeah, so right. to give um, some responses to what you said, there's mm-hmm. huge customizations in this game. This is a free MMO, so okay. they make their money from hair, from ah, skins, from, and stuff. Um, you know, transmogable items. So you can customize your character as like much as you can. And right. honestly, there's a lot of people who just stay in the main hub and there's just, you know, just 20, 30 people, up? there's chopping it up. And, you really? know, that's what they like about the game, customizing really? their avatar. Okay. So there's raids in this game. Um, a lot of it is instanced. So it's not like World of Warcraft where you go in the barrens and you see everybody right. in the barrens. This is more you go in instance areas and if you know, Destiny uh, then, I, yeah. more Destiny, yeah, exactly. you have a, a central like hub, Destiny. like the tower. Like okay. Destiny, you know, you go out to the area, other people are in a bounty there, you see them. Okay. You know, you're not seeing everyone because there's other instances of it. So it's like MMO Light. MM, it's MMO Light. There's raids. Okay. Um, I, I think it's like eight-man raid. I forget the exact number on the raids, but there's raid content. There's big boss battles. Okay. Um, you know, it's kind of like Monster Hunter boss battle where you're running, you're dodging. That's what, you know, oh, that's actually swinging. a good comparison. It did yeah. have a Monster Hunter look to it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, okay. that's yeah, how the yeah, boss fight yeah, So this right. should be fun. I'm looking forward to playing that one. And then we have this Crossfire X, which I have no, actually I have no familiarity with this all. Mark, you said you had some. Yeah. So Crossfire, it was in beta last month on okay. the Xbox. Okay. So it's pretty much, I don't like, Comparing games to Call of Duty, but it's a Call of Duty <laughs> style yeah. first person shooter. Right. And they just announced that there's going to be a campaign just like Call of Duty. Okay. So, um, man, I'm not super, I'm not super hyped, but yeah. what I saw was a very polished first person shooter. Okay. Um, if I, I, if I'm not mistaken, this would be a free game just in general. So, um, it's a good game to try, but. For them, you know, showcase a kind of a campaign. What separates it from every other FPS? That's you know, does my, it have good storytelling? Does it have good voice acting? Because honestly, I've been playing. I played the latest iteration of the Call of Duty campaign, and that was it was actually surprisingly good. Yeah, the voice acting, the visuals, it was on point. Okay. Um, this so I'm gonna compare it with 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 the last Call of Duty. So it it needs to have great voice acting great visuals, a great story, a great world. Based on what I saw so far, it was very generic. Mm-hmm. It looked so generic to me. that's my only fear. Yeah. Um, like you said earlier, the interactive, Mark Rice said earlier, interactive games are a dime a dozen to him. I think first-person shooters are a dime a dozen, and there's so many of them to stand out. So in the first, many. So many. To stand out in the first-person shooter crowd, it's nigh impossible. Like you're saying... You gotta have good story, good action, good gameplay, good content. Yeah, you have to because it's so competitive. Yeah. So because of that, my first thought is just like, oh come on, you know, whatever. Another first-person shooter, kind of lame to me. Next, so that's kind of like for me. Was where were you at, Garlic? Godly? Yeah. So, um, Crossfire X. <laughs> uh, you know, just like Mark Rice said, it looked like another Call of Duty. Um, you know, just a first person shooter. I really, I honestly, guys, I really have nothing to add to this because first person shooters of multiplayer caliber really don't excite me at all. And, you know, no offense to the people who love it, 
but I just suck at it. So I tend to not give any kind of interest in it. I don't want to get slaughtered for, you know, four hours and barely increase, you know, in your level level or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The struggle is too real and I don't want any parts of it. So, um, for that, for that by itself, I'm out. Like, you know, I just, it's just like, uh, it's cool. You know, for having a campaign, does that excite you at all? Um, the, the campaign, uh, it might be somewhat enticing, but I've never really been a fan of, um, war games you know in a sense like i would have to i would have to play something in vr for it to be a little bit more appealing to me you know what i mean uh going in as a military man and then sitting there and you know and you know battling it out or whatever in any type of scenario it just wasn't it's never been something that was just like super enthusiastic it's just an exhausted genre the first person shooter it's exhausted it's overplayed um, so we have Halo. Right. We have Destiny 2, right? Yeah. Like, I so mean, what is this exactly. adding we have to Destiny the world too. of first-person shooters? I don't know yeah. what it's adding. So yeah. it's a tried, exhausted uh, genre that has already been, um, you know, dominated by other brands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just wish they would implement some new mechanic, you know, like games yeah. like Bioshock, Titanfall. It's cool. It's a cool story to play through. Mm-hmm. This seems like... The, ca- the campaign's going to be boring. The multiplayer is going to be generic. Right. You know, they got to show us something that we've never seen before. Yeah. And maybe we're missing that. Maybe because they didn't show us enough content, we're missing that. So Right. Something different. But, I mean, even even then, though, right, if we said if we were on a different planet or something like that, like, it's kind of like it's, you know, we, we've, we've seen a lot of them. So then yeah. it's really about your storyline. Because Bio- Bioshock really had matter. a great story, yeah. and they just used the first-person shooter medium to tell yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Um, which is fine. But this felt like Call of Duty. Like, Call it, didn't, of Duty. it didn't feel like something unique and special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, like you said, you know, uh, Sir Knight, uh, we have Destiny 2. Yeah. You know what I mean? We already have other things that are just, like, solidified. So mm-hmm. bringing yeah. a new IP in and then, you know, trying to tempt us with it, like... You know, good luck. Good you know luck. what I mean? I hope, you know, I, I wish for the best, but I'm not going to be part of that crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not downloading this, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, They're enough of all that other here. stuff, right? Yeah. So, that 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 was just like the opening <laughs> little crap, like Halo Infinite. Who could care less about Halo Infinite? Wow. You, know, wow. uh, you know, all these oh, other games. Man, that's great. They're nothing, right? They, they mean nothing when they stand at the feet of... <laughs> of fable all right so i've been saying this for the longest right i want to see fable fable needs to come out that's what they need to bring to their system <laughs> to get me to buy it and gosh darn it they did it <laughs> they did it they, did they it. freaking revealed it man and we've been talking you know, about we, fable like every week <laughs> every freaking episode dang near right Gets so mentioned. i mean you know they they start off with the little twitter ads you know people are are investigating it real yep. quick and then they're finding out like oh uh you know they they uh i think signed like a uh a, a declaration of of producing something on the ip you know what i mean like it wasn't just holding it it was like an intent to to right. sell something mm-hmm. using that ip so then it's like whoo you know what i mean and then we get a little clip footage now yes we just received trailer a teaser. that was it yeah, a quick little thing you know some narration you know a frog eating a uh, fairy that's it that's <laughs> all we saw but 
I'll be damned if that didn't sell me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Day one, I'm getting a freaking Xbox yep. just to wait for this thing. Yep. I, I pray that they have this freaking thing ready on launch, but I know it's not going to happen. No. Right. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this is like first quarter um, type of thing uh, on the, you know, the top of 2021. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, so the differences about this right already is that uh, Peter Molyneux, uh, I believe, does not have anything to do with this game. Mm. Right. This is not a Lionhead Studio uh, produced game. Lionhead Studio has been nixed. They are out. Um, so uh, we have this company that's called uh, Under, uh, Underground or Playground. Playground. Okay. So um, I know nothing about Playground. Uh, maybe if you guys had any information, you could yeah. fill me in. But as far as I'm concerned, I've never heard of Playground. Um, so I'm interested to see uh, what they decide to keep and what they take away from this world. Um, you know, uh, all of the other previous fables have always had like this British appeal to them. Um, so they spoke with a British accent um, and everything, you know. So uh, the gameplay was always fun for me. Um, you know, graphics were what they were at that time. So I always enjoyed that. But yeah. it was more so of your um, good and evil scale that you could play with mm -hmm. and the different... Um, legendary items that were out there that you could grab a hold of or be a part of, you know, in this world. Yeah. And then, you know, your progression from the decisions that you made showing your outlook, right? So the only thing that I could compare to that degree is, um, what is it? Uh, dang, Star Wars, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Right? That was my shizdizzle because you could literally go to the dark side and you just slowly saw you as you as you progressed to uh, a villain. It's all you physical could see, change. Yeah, all of your physical changes and different things, growing demon horns right. and, and things like that. You know, and it was the same way with Fable. And I just fell in love with those world with that world. And uh, every time I played a Fable, Fable one, two, and three, um, I always wanted more. That's how I always ended the game is wanting more. I felt like it was one of those games that was just too damn short. And, and I didn't understand it, you know, and there's some people that like short games. Yeah. And, but, you know, I just always wanted it to be more because I just wanted to be in that world more. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, uh, Your dream as soon came as true. they, yeah, the freaking, you know, the, the game gods have answered my call. <laughs> um, and, you know, Fable is going to be released um, as soon as I find out uh, the date, date. I will be letting you guys know repeatedly. Um, I'm definitely pre-ordering <laughs> nice. as soon as pre-orders are available, even if the thing is on Game Pass, because I'm just going to want a physical copy for myself. Yeah. Um, so that's how pumped I am about it. Um, and honestly, I might just cause they're, they want to play with me. I might just hold off on getting an Xbox until, until the damn it. game is coming out. Okay. And then it's like, I buy them both together at the same time. All right. Probably not, but I might, like, buy the digital version or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. Right. But, um, yeah, it's a freaking fable, man. Miracles it's really do. Wow. fable. Miracles really do happen. That's right. Amazing. So, I mean, uh, enough <laughs> enough of me about fable, right? right? We already know I love the damn game, and I'm waiting on it. Yeah. 
How do you guys feel about it? So I have never really played the Fable games. I played the first one a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't progress much. I was just a little boy running around. I think I, there's a couple areas where you can make a good or a bad decision. And then chose the bad decisions to be funny. Yeah. But then, like, my my morale or something yeah. went down. I needed a certain morale to get to the next part and buy something for my sister or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game is, is pretty cool. I like that. That's a pretty unique uh, system. Um, I would say that this game, I like the teaser because it has a you know big crowd following. No one knew if the series was going to come back, and everyone forgave them for just showing the words fable on the screen so this is I how know. you do it that's pretty much all they did to show the word fable right this is how you do it guys i think it's the only game that can get rid of it. get, <laughs> yeah, get away with get it away right doing that all these other companies you better show us something yeah right? this is how you do it guys because games like this can show us their name when you don't have a name <laughs> <laughs> sorry you know so yeah i i agree with mark Araya. i like the trailer actually um yeah. I like that little end when the fairy gets snatched out the yeah. frog. Right. Like that's old fable humor. Yeah. Like yeah. oh dude, it felt it hit. Like oh it hit. So that gave me some hope that this playground studio or whatever is gonna be able to duplicate these fable games. Yeah. Um, my concern, my concern with this game is um, because it was such a short teaser, um, and they just signed that intent to use whatever MDA or whatever it's called. I already know what you're um, gonna say. This is just to appease that um, that that requirement that they have to show some kind of content in the next six months to maintain that intent to use. You have a feel that and it's going to be like a couple away. of years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have years, to speak it into existence, don't you, guys? I think we're years away. Um, I think this is um, just them appeasing that 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 uh, requirement um, for those copyright rules. But hey. Hey, dude, Marcus, it's happening, right? Like, so it's, it's happening. happening. Yeah. So it's a real thing. It's happening. Even if it's a couple years away, it doesn't matter. It's Come. happening. We're going to get another Just make it game. good. And this is what we said that Xbox needed. Something to sell your console other than Halo, right? Like, some of these games look cool. Avowed's cool. But is that going to be a console seller? No. You need to... Fable. You need something yeah, big, big title, IP, man. and finally they delivered something. Right. So I'm super excited about that, but I do have my reservations on the timing of this game release. Yeah, and it's been a decade since the last one came yeah, out. So you know, over a decade. Ready. And you know, and they had uh, talks of there being like a Fable worlded game. Um, you know, that was going to come out, but they canned it. And you know, I, I'm glad because it was nothing that I was going to play. And even though I like the Fable world. It was just nothing that was like appealing. I think it was yeah. like a fable MOBA or something like that uh, of a nature. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, whatever happened, um, you know, Lion Lionhead Studios took a tank, um, and, you know, and the the head of it, which was Peter, who was basically like the brain Mastermind. for the the yeah. world of Fable. Um, he moved over to a production studios called Twenty Two Cans. Okay. Um, so you know this we you know this playground studios. As literally, like, you know, they probably have nobody who previously worked on it before, you know, working on it. So, yeah, they do have a lot of content to um, glean from. With mm-hmm. Right. Three they have three games. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. and, and the Fable 1 came out twice. You know, right. they gave you the anniversary edition, you know, with a little extra content, you know, that had been clipped or whatever, or they just added it on there, 
you know, on the, the 360. Yeah. But, you know. Um, so, I mean, news just as big, I think, as Fable mm-hmm. was the announcement. It kind of flipped under the rug. And this was, I think, an absolute travesty. But every game we just talked about on this show, every single one of them, mm-hmm. every one of them are going to be available through the Game Pass subscription. Every, every one, one of them. Every one. Fable, wow. Halo, right. Avowed, everything that, that we talked about in this whole podcast is going to be available on incredible. Game Pass. Exactly. That's mind-blowing, guys. It's nuts. Do it's we incredible. know the earth-shattering direction we're going here? That is nuts. Mark so yeah. Yep. Um, my mind is kind of blown for a couple reasons. One is I think this generation, we were talking about this before, but the systems are going in different directions. Yeah. And Xbox is investing in this Game Pass so heavily. So I think this is going to be the seller. Games don't necessarily sell the Xbox, but their Game Pass is. Yes. Their Game Pass is going to be the reason why you get an Xbox. Yeah. Um, also, one thing that kind of slipped under the radar, which will be heavily spoken about in the future, is when they're talking about Destiny, they're like, oh, guys, also, Destiny Mobile. If you have Game Pass Ultimate, mm-hmm. you can stream Destiny 2 on your phone right. using the xCloud service. Right. Now, the xCloud is still in beta. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just barely the beta came to the iPhone. If you had Android, you could have participated in it before. Mm-hmm. But when that system, when that architecture is fully in place, imagine playing every Game Pass game on your phone, Man. on your living room. It's incredible. Like, it, the games are just everywhere. The mm-hmm. Game Pass is allowing you to play games everywhere. Right. You know, it's taking the boundaries away from gaming. It's the it's Stadia killer. It, it's the Stadia <laughs> killer. It's what Stadia wish it was, you know? So yeah. I give kudos to the Game Pass to that. I mean, we talked about Game Pass from our first episode. It's just right. such a good value. And they continue to add value to it every day. Like, when you thought 200 games was a lot, There's that, four that's more a drop in the bucket. coming out this week, That's right? a drop in the bucket. You know, by next year, there'll probably be 400. By five years, or probably like who knows, but it's just the the value that it has for such a low monthly cost is is just amazing, right? And so you know, like looking at the Game Pass, you know, um, you know, you you take it for like face value, you know, it's it's like you know a couple of games that you have access to, um, and and before you know even looking at it, you know, with with me dabbling in it, you know, within the last month or whatever, and seeing what they had. Um, it's not a whole lot of options, but there are some. You know what I mean? Some games that you might not have ever come across or, or decided to play, and you have those options to play. There's a and ton you pay, of games. You know, 15 from. bucks, you know, uh, to, you know, be able to just check it out, you know, just try it out. But the fact that, you know, you have all of these uh, Microsoft Studios games that are coming out, they're on that. So day one, they're on that. You don't have to pay for those titles, Nothing. period. Um to have all of the extra ones that they're adding on there, you know, all of these indie developers that they're putting on there. It's giving you so many options. And then for you to slap the whipped cream on top and add uh, xCloud to just include it with the Game Pass is just mind-blowing because that sounds like something that should be an, an extra feature that you'd have to pay for. But it's like, no, you get all of these games. And then for the you one get price. Of, uh, yeah, and you get multiple ways to enjoy them you know the fact that 
you just you just announced 20 games and I can decide I can actually like go and play them and determine if I want to even invest my time into them or not. I don't have to pay $60. I don't have to pay $70. I don't have to play like some week demo. Like I can literally try the game from beginning and then keep playing it if I want to. Yeah. And when I sit there and I look at Game Pass and I try to compare it to what the PlayStation has with the PS Now, you know what I mean? The PS Now is some like retro type of, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's some retro type of incentive to give them like the the option for backwards compatibility. Yes. And it's horrible. It's horrible. It just does it horrible. So it's not worth its subscription that they try to charge you for by itself. And it definitely does not add up to it to the current competitor which is game pass no way or, not even close you know, so for for me this is a pivotal moment in gaming history it's it's a turn right we're right. making a turn it's like going from dvds to netflix right right when netflix changed the way we consume entertainment putting everything online all at your fingertips that's what game pass is it we're we're not exaggerating when we say all these triple A games are all on there for you to download in their entirety and play them with no strings attached apart from a $10 subscription service. Yeah. $15 gets you bo- across both Xbox and PC, and that, yeah. right? But all you need to do is spend 10 bucks a month. So for $120, how many games do you play in a whole year? A whole year. Mm-hmm. For $120. You're going to play a lot of games yeah, for you're that playing, 120 bucks. You're playing exclusives. Like That's the reason yes. why we buy these you're, systems, right, is specifically for the exclusives. That's the reason why you would choose a PlayStation or choose an Xbox. It's, and to have all of these right. exclusives right here. And all these wonderful indies and all these old classics, like right. all the fables. There's a like hundred and something. It's incredible. The, when I first saw Game Pass, you've talked about this before, but when I first saw it, I was like, there's a gimmick here. Mm-hmm. What is this? Is it like a timed? I don't have like a few hours to play. It just lets me play for a few hours. Like, what's the gimmick here? No, there's no gimmick. Here it is. The gimmick is do you the got second space? Halo Infinite drops. When I'll be paying seventy bucks for a PlayStation game, I'm gonna get it right now, day one for ten dollars subscription service. Right. I'm just I, I can't even believe it. I can't. I'm blown away by it. And I was telling Mark Araya this last night because of this. For one, as bad as the showcase was, this one factor makes it entirely worth it to the point in which I'm actually considering making Xbox my number one console that I play most of my games on and using my PlayStation just for their exclusives. Because right. normally when I buy a new game, I always buy it on PlayStation if it's multi-plat. But I think I might switch and start using Xbox and game exclusively digitally. And the only, the only, the only way that that would change is depending on you know, the third-party games that do come out and maybe whether they looked better on one system or the other, you know? Or, right, but, but, but they're going to look they the best on Xbox. Right, so, I mean, if, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you're dropping some of these third parties onto Game Pass as well, like, if they start getting things, like, it'll probably, probably won't happen, but if you were to get, like, 2K21 or, or 2K22 right. onto Game Pass or, you know, Madden 21 on the Game Pass, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's gonna pull a lot of people over there. It's just gonna be nuts. So I'm I'm interested, you know. Besides being excited about all of the um, options 
that they'll have for uh, first party, their their titles, their Microsoft Studios being on there. I'm interested to see how many uh, studios they can convince to join the bandwagon and hop into this Game Pass market for, also. For 10 bucks a month, you, the listener, can become a gamer. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to say um, me, over my course of my whole gaming history, I am... I was always biased towards the games I played. I never played a lot of these great story games. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about, I say, hey, I played it on PC. Hey, you know, I mainly played the MMO games, the first-person shooter games, and the RTS games. Now, when I got Game Pass, I was able to just download whatever I wanted when whatever I wanted. I, I downloaded, at the time, you know, Elder Scrolls um, Oblivion. And I was late to that party. And I was playing that. I was like... Oh my god, this game is incredible. How did I miss this game? I was playing, you know, EverQuest, World of Warcraft. This game, I would say, if you're just by playing by yourself, it scratches that itch that I had playing, you know, EverQuest or World yeah. of Warcraft. I was like, how did I miss these games? You know, games like uh, the, the what's it, Untitled Goose? Yeah, stuff. that's like, on there. Like, there's just yeah. weird games that I saw. Like, what is, let me there's download There's lots it. of acclaimed games on the Game Pass. There's just games you get to explore and find what kind of games you like. And I feel like Game Pass even adds more value because I'm a PC gamer. So now my PC, I have hundreds of games there too. Hundreds more games to play on my PC. So I think it attracts those people like me, you know, or those people who are PC master race. They don't care. They don't want an Xbox, but they want the Game Pass because now they have 100 games to play. Um, I, don't, I don't know how this is not being screened from the rooftops. I don't get it. I think Microsoft is absolutely dropping the ball here. This is the most revolutionary thing that's ever come to gaming, and none of us are talking about it. We're still talking about paying $70 for games, right. and Microsoft is changing the game, and they're no one's talking about it. They're saying you don't have to it. pay. Yeah. yeah, they're you saying don't you don't have to pay. Yeah. I know what is going on yeah. with the marketing here. And I think that the marketing is right around the corner. Here's a little okay. speculation, but you can no longer buy Xbox Live Gold in more than one or three month increment. Right. So the speculation and the rumor is that Xbox Live Gold, everyone's going to be able to play online for free. Mm. Right. So I feel like in conjunction with the release of the Xbox Series X, they're going to put a huge emphasis on, hey, guys. Come to our platform. Play games online for free. Right. And also, if you have Game Pass, play hundreds of games when you want, how you want it, on your phone, on your PC, yeah. on your console. I think right now they couldn't do it because they're still making money on live. They're still making money on these different channels. Right. But once the new next gen drops, I feel like that's when it's going to be the shift. Like, hey, Drop the hammer on we're it all. pushing Game Pass 100%. When we sell box games, we don't make that much money. But when we sell Game Pass, we make all the money. So I feel like that's going to be the pivotal moment when everyone it's going to be the ps5 versus game pass you know that's that's exactly when that's when it's going to come exactly so. my playstation is going on the, going the uh, traditional route making games xbox is going in a completely different direction giving you games yeah right so you know um you decide with that being said right they finished they tried to uh you know kind of cap off this week right of xbox information um, by giving us access to this uh, Xbox Games Fest, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you know it's uh, you know it's it was pretty hard to find the majority of the demos that yes. they were supposed to be uh, giving us. I couldn't even find them. Showcasing. When I first went to look for them, I couldn't find them. Right, you had to dig through the store. So, um, 
you know, uh, we we did manage to find some. Um, we got together as a crew and um, decided to check out some of the games mm-hmm. um, that kind of interest interested us and, um, you know, that were kind of highly rated. Um, so I wanted to start off with you, Makariah. Um, what was, like, the main game that you were kind of surprised about? So the game that I was completely surprised by was called Dandy Ace. Okay. So I downloaded this game. Because there was a magician holding a card. I like Yu-Gi-Oh! And I like magic tricks. So that's the sole reason why I downloaded this game. Just right. based on looks. I had no No clue of what it was. Nothing. I didn't hear nothing about it. The studio, I never heard of this game studio that made it. There was no talk about it. I never heard one thing about right. Dandy Ace. And honestly, it looked kind of funky. Like, I just downloaded it. Because right. there were 71 games. Let's just download whatever I want. So this game surprised me 100%. It's a roguelike meets diablo style game and i loved it i played the demo out of all the demos i played this one the most i wanted more okay um and i'm very hyped about this game what about Knight? what was the game that surprised you the game that surprised me was uh raji and ancient epic like oh yeah i know there was a little bit of talk about this one but i i was not expecting much going into this and i fired it up and it has a really unique way of telling the story. It uses, like, puppets. The combat was super fun. She's, you're given this really sweet spear. It's able to do all these really flashy. They're very flashy and bright, powerful attacks. They're very weighty. Um, there's some platforming involved. Um, it, it was really fun. The combat was a lot of fun. Hacking and slashing these demons down. Mm-hmm. And you had, like, these really, really cool abilities, like, combos. Like, you do, like, these three, smash the ground, and then you would fling this lightning bolt at a demon. It was a lot of fun. Um, I would recommend it. And it would definitely be something that I try on Game Pass. Right. And um, for me, the game that caught me off guard the most uh, was Scourgebringer. Um, I kind of I didn't know exactly what to expect on this one. But, you know, going into it, you know, it's kind of like it feels like it it could be a little bit of Metroidvania type stuff going on. And, um, you know, you have the different moves, you know, like heavy Mm -hmm. attacks, regular attacks. But it's kind of it was kind of fun um, because you could pretty much float in the air with consistent combat. Like the whole time, you know what I mean? And then you get done with one enemy, you could do a jump and then a dash over to another enemy and just start pummeling that one. It had like the 8-bit graphics and like yeah. Dead Cells kind of, you collect items every run, it's different. Right, so it was um, it was interesting in that sense. And so, you know, with that being said, um, I'm definitely going to keep my eye out on that one for and sure. make sure that I get that one for the Game Pass. Um, if that's on there, I'm yeah. not sure if it is on there, but if it is on there, I'm definitely going to get that one. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, with, you know, being surprised comes one that you were disappointed with. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, Mark so I'll jump in skate bird. I was, ho- I was hoping <laughs> for a cute little bird means Tony Hawk. And what I got was, uh, what I got was goat simulator <laughs> with, <Tony Hawk. laughs> with a tech deck. With a tech deck. That's what I got. So it's an alpha. So there's still a lot of work to be done. Um, I like the little bird. It was cute looking. I like the animal. Yeah, I was in somebody's room doing tricks. It just didn't feel good. It was, so it was clunky. so clunky. It yeah. was very hard. It wasn't fun, but it looked, it looked fun. So yeah. I'll give them that. The one that disappointed me was there was one game that everyone was talking about. It was called Chris Tells or Chris Talls. And I really liked it. It had an anime-style art type. So I was, like, super excited. Oh, this is going to be a cool RPG. It's turn-based. It's all the hype was around it. So this was one of the first games I downloaded on Game Fest. I fired it up. The combat was okay. 
and then it stopped and it put you in like this garden and you're trying to catch a frog with the flower and it was the most dull <laughs> boring experience that i had almost the whole that night sounds excruciating. and it disappointed me mm. absolutely so don't play crystals unless it's an alpha and it gets better i don't know but it failed disappointed right yeah um for me man it was haven um, yeah. I was literally, I was looking at that and I was like, okay, this artwork is beautiful. Um, it, it looks like it'll be kind of cool. You're kind of flying around like a super saiyan, you know, you might you have some charge up abilities or whatnot. Um, and when I got into it, I was just kind of like, what the hell is going on? You know, there's like streamlines that are on the floor that you have to try to follow. Um, I could have cared less about the storyline of the two characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the constant... Um, mini cutscenes where they pop up as like 2D drawings or whatever and loading on the screen. Times. The loading times were atrocious. Like for every little thing, you know, they had like um, little um, wave paths or whatever that you could, you know, flow onto like other islands. I guess I don't know what was going on there, um, but you know, load times between each of them. So it was just bad. Um, it's definitely something that, you know, you know, thank God for a demo, because if I had paid any money for this, I'd have been trying to get it back. I'd have been like, nah, yes. man, this was a mistake. My kid bought this. They was like, <laughs> I did not get this. This was not me. You know? Yeah. yeah this but, was one that I, we felt at, uh, yeah. a, we, we just totally misread it. Yeah. But then we have the last category of our game fest night is a game we thought would be good and ended up being good. Mark, yeah. what'd you think? So one for me, um, I saw when I was browsing the store. There's a game called Freshly Frosted. Had a nice looking donut. <laughs> so guys, I'm not taking this category too seriously, but I saw a nice donut and I read the description. Oh, you're in a donut factory and you're trying to make donuts. Puzzle game. Puzzles, donuts, factory. Sounded great. And uh, to my surprise, it was great. It was fun. Uh, me and Marcus were playing this game. You know, it has a lot of cool little mechanics when you're progressing. Introduces cool little features to spice uh-huh. it up. Says it has over 144 levels. So there's, there's a lot of content there. So yeah. this was this was a fun one. And I'd have to add in on that one. The best thing about <laughs> it was that you could fast forward on it. So oh, you cool. didn't have to wait for the puzzle. That's nice. Because it reminded me of like uh, the pipes puzzle game, you know, where yeah. you have like the water coming from one entrance uh-huh. and then you have to piece it to get yep. it to the out pipe. Um, right. And, you know, normally you'd have to wait to watch the water flow through the pipes and then go out. But, but this one, yeah, you just click That's the fast fun. forward trigger and then it would just speed through it all. So, you know, you knew you beat it. You know, you move yeah. on. And one thing. With the music and the visuals of the conveyor belts, there's donuts on conveyor. It was kind of relaxing. I don't know why. The yeah, music, it was a chill and, game. And it was it was chill. Okay, yeah. Good one. So what about you? Um, the one that was good for me that I, I figured would be good was the Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. Um, okay. It had a good little art style. It was a 3D was side cool. scroller like Fist of Fury. Um, you could jump in with some friends, couch yep. co-op, right. and you know you're just going across the stream like old school X-Men. You know, beating them up, beating up the guys you come across. But you had a lot of cool little abilities and techniques. You can parry the attacks. You can throw stuff back at them. You could dodge. You can jump at them. So it was a lot more intensive combat than like X-Men was. Mm -hmm. But it's that whole traditional side scroll, and it was fully 3D. Um, I had a lot of fun with nine, uh, nine Shaolin monkeys, so I would recommend that one for sure. Yeah, yeah, I like that one as well. Um, for me, uh, I was excited to see Destroy All Humans uh, coming uh, out of course, again. Yeah. Um, you know, a remake from the old school classic that was on, I think, the original Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was yeah, yeah. on the original Xbox. So, um, you know, uh, I had great fun with it before when it first came out. And seeing it again, it looked like the same exact thing, just better graphics. 
Um, so I was excited about that. I mean, yeah. you know, it's cool. Um, if it's on Game Pass, I'll definitely be playing it For again. For sure. Um, that's, that's not really one of those games that I would um, go ahead and rebuy again just because it got uh, dolled up. But definitely, if I had access to it, I would definitely play it again. Sure. So that was nice. one of those things. But, um, yeah, so that's it for this uh, long chunk of Xbox uh, showcase, you know, uh, event uh, weekend, week extravaganza, you know, <laughs> yep, bonanza. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I'm Godly Sovereign. Uh, this is Mark Araya, and that is Sir Knight. Um, we are the We Love Gaming Podcast. Um, we appreciate you guys watching, listening. Commenting. Um, definitely comment, uh, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we have our website, uh, welovegaming.org. Um, and we have Discord as well. Uh, you can catch all of us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're even on, yeah, Twitch, uh, constantly streaming. We stream uh, for the most parts. I believe we all stream on Fridays, yep. Saturdays. Um, and a little bit of Sundays, mm-hmm. you know, maybe in the morning or whatnot. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything else to add? Anything that I'm forgetting? No, just remember, please comment, rate, subscribe our videos. We really would appreciate that. If you would toss us a subscription, you get clips. If you want just clips, you get some, we'll have some reviews and stuff that you don't get on the normal podcast. So check out the YouTube channel. Yes. Right. So- yeah. And, uh, if you guys had any, um, any games that you thought were surprising that you weren't looking out for um, that kind of, you know, just caught you off guard, uh, put those down in the comments so we can check them out yeah. uh, later on. Maybe watch some uh, reveal trailers or whatnot. Um, also, if you guys had a game that you were excited for and it was just straight trash like Haven or any of the other ones that we mentioned. <laughs> Let us know. You know yeah, yeah, drop that in there. Yeah. And if you want to reach out to us for any reason um our email is wlg at welovegaming.org so feel free to send us an email and we're happy to to, to talk to you yeah so once again guys we appreciate we appreciate you guys and uh we'll catch you next week peace, peace. see you i love gaming